Well, what does that mean, though, when you're exclusive? Yeah, that's what I was going to say. Because I see you guys, like, making out with... I've been going to these parties with you right. every night, and you guys, I see so, all of you, like, making out with so many other people. Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to another episode of Ambitious. So is it recording then already? Uh-huh. Oh, nice. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm Sean, and I'm... Here doing my first podcast, so welcome to the podcast realm. <laughs> it's kind of exciting. <laughs> yeah, it's fun, dude. I feel like I'm a, a radio star right now. <laughs> so lifestyle. So how I got started. So I've been involved in religion my whole life, and I believe in religion. I loved it. You know, I believed wholeheartedly in it. And um, with the religion, it's actually the LDS Church. Uh, Mormon church. Yeah. I've talked about it a lot on the podcast. My Have you? my experience with Mormonism and then my exit. Oh, okay, in the last yeah. couple of years. Yeah. So the show that the audience knows all about Mormonism. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. So they know basically kind of the rules or guidelines or expectations type of situation. Mm-hmm. So for me, um, obviously, I got married and I w- was only allowed to be married to one woman. Um, and how, how old were you when you got married? I got married when I was 23, almost 24. Okay. And, um, uh, I was totally cool with it, you know, cause that's what I grew up knowing and what I expected. So I was cool with it. So I got married to my wife after dating her for two and a half years and I love her to death to this day. I still love her. Yeah. She's and, cool, man. Yeah. She's pretty chill. Really cool. I was hoping we get, get her on here. Yeah. Maybe we can add her on later on, but. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah, Lexi's amazing. She's <laughs> she's fantastic. She's she's gorgeous. She's you know very caring, very sensitive, very supportive. Yeah, um, always there. And so that's what I've learned to love about her, and you know what I loved about her from the beginning, and it just continues to grow. And so then, she's like, uh, I told her, you know, I I find other women attractive, and so this is kind of the initiative, uh, you know, for ten years we've been married and I talked to her about it and there was ups and downs with our, um, conversation. Did she get jealous when you'd say that? There was times she would, and there was times she was, you know, okay with it and just kind of accepted that's who I yeah. was. Um, and all the names in this uh, story have been altered to protect the identity of those <laughs> involved. Oh uh, uh, yeah. So yeah. So, so Lexi, yeah. uh, she had a hard time with that and I was very patient, very understanding mm-hmm. and I tried to understand her side of the story and wanted her to understand what I was trying to seek. And her fear was that I was trying to find somebody better, prettier and move on and find a different relationship. Hmm. And I had to reassure her that that's not what I was doing. I just wanted to have experiences that, you know, normal quote unquote people have, um, outside of the church. You outside, mean? Yes. Outside yeah. of the church. And, I figured if I could have those experiences, then I would, my focus would be more on her instead of, you know, walking down the street one day and being like, Oh, it'd be nice to have, Mm. you know, an experience with that lady over there. Oh, I see. So that's where it all started out. That's kind of, like I said, it was 10 years of conversations of this, you know, sometimes it was, you know, one month, sometimes it was the next year. Yeah. It was all spread out throughout the 10 (laughs) years. Yeah. I mean, yeah, my ex-wife and I would talk about that kind of stuff too. Yeah. I think it's super natural to just like say, I mean, you're still, 
even though you're married, you're still a human being. You're still yep. a man. You're still attracted to yep. the gender that we prefer. Yep. And it doesn't just shut off when you get married. And so we would talk about it too. And it's nice when you have a partner who can be open right. about that kind of stuff. Right. Which, I mean, you guys are now. Right. Saying that. <laughs> but it, it wasn't always that it way. It wasn't that way. No. Huh. It was difficult. Um, you know, there's tribulations. And yeah. just like with the church, you know, us, the first I told her that I was done with the church, she had a hard time, but we talked through it. Oh, so it was you that wanted to leave the church mm-hmm. first? Yep. And we talked about it, and she loved me. We talked, like I told her I still love her, and she still loves me. We weren't, we weren't going to let religion get in between us. How long had you been married when you wanted to leave the church? Um, so I had been married probably a year. It wasn't One year. too long, yeah. Oh, wow. I already was kind of having questions prior yeah. to it, but I felt like it was good. It was the right thing, and got married in the temple, and... Uh, two years later we had our first kid and before we had our first kid, I was already out cause I didn't want to give him a blessing. Oh wow. And hmm. cause I didn't want him to be connected to the church affiliated with it where the, you know, you, you bless your kid, then yeah. they have records and whatnot. And so I yeah, yeah. wanted to avoid all that. Mm-hmm. I told my wife, I said, I'd be more than willing to give a blessing, but I just don't want it to be tied into religion. Right. So that's kind of, and so we had our, you know, ups and downs and conversations and we knew we wanted to be with each other. We loved each other. So I supported her. She went for probably seven years after I had already left. Oh, yeah. Wow. So, and there's no, never forced her to do anything. I'd go and join her and, um, support her 100%, you know, it's just, that's who we are. We love each other for who we are. That's cool, man. Yeah. So she's willing, she's willing to let me have an experience. You know, it wasn't, it wasn't easy for her. Um, and so she had an opportunity out on a work trip to go and be with another lady. I, I kind of joked around with it. I told Lexi, I said, Hey, I would love to have this experience with this girl. And she's like, go for it. And I was like, what did you mean though? Like when you said an experience, uh, intimate sexual interaction. You know. So it just, it was seven years at that point that you, so at this point it was, it was a 10 year mark. Oh, okay. So, yeah. So she had left the church. Um, I'm trying to think when she left, Oh, now I'm trying to figure this out. The math. <laughs> so I was out, I've been out about 13, 14 years. Yeah. And she's been out now probably about four and a half years gotcha so it was uh i don't know maybe it's about three and a half i don't know so she was kind of more she had kind of warmed up to the idea of you being attracted to other people and then up to it progressed to the point where she was willing to let you have an experience i i wouldn't say it like that (laughs) i wish it was like that but it was more of um either i let him have his experience and he's happy and I just put up with it and deal with my own emotions mm-hmm. and handle this, or um, I leave him and we're done type mm. of situation. Hmm. And so it wasn't easy. It, it was not easy for her. It was yeah. very difficult for her um, to let me have it. But she had, she gave me a few stipulations. Um, some of those stipulations were I couldn't kiss her because she felt like that was more of an intimate connection. Hmm. So, and then I couldn't um, talk to her ever again. So it was like, we did it, one and done. 
Oh. So there wasn't that connection, that build of relationship. No emotional no attachment. No emotional attachment, yep. Hmm. And then there was, obviously, you don't have a condom for yeah. safety, so there's no STDs. And there's a few others that she had listed. I don't remember because it's been five years. Yeah. And so I said, okay, deal. I'll do it. And so I was at this uh, training, and like I said, I met this girl, and I didn't think anything of it. I didn't think anything was going to come out of it, but I joked around with Lexi about it, and she was like, okay, yeah, if it happens, just let me know. So we're, I was there for this training for a week, and after being there for a week, you know, this gal had a few drinks and started flirting, and she came to a pool with us, and um we talked to her me and my uh i was actually my cousin my wife's cousin we oh. talked to her yeah anyway i asked her what she wanted and she said she wanted to have sex and i said i'd be down so i let lexi know and she said yeah go for it and so had my first experience out on a on a work trip and with Lexi's cousin with Le- not with Lexi's cousin it was oh Lexi's cousin was there <laughs> okay, <laughs> sorry sorry I didn't clarify that so it, there was uh three of us that went to on gotcha. this um, work trip and one man that's cool cousin. that you were uh like open about it yeah like you, you talked to your wife and told her how you were feeling what you wanted right and uh that yeah I don't know I, I think that a lot of men and and women they just they don't talk no that that's if I can share a bit about mine, that's what happened with my ex-wife. She okay. was, she was just not communicative. There was things that I was, that I wanted, like, just like you, like, oh, I think that girl's attractive. Like right. I would like to have a connection with this other person, just emotional. I just wanted the emotional connection. Right. I didn't right. want anything sexual. Right. Except for with my wife. Right. And that's typical. Yeah. And so then I would like meet people cause I'm very active on social media. Okay. And so I would talk to people online and form connections and just have friendships like that. And we'd get together and go on hikes and do photography collaborations and things. And I would always tell her what was going on and what I, what I was doing, what I was thinking about doing. Um, but she, she wasn't, Yeah, she was just very kind of secretive. Right. I think there was just shame around. Sometimes there's shame around what we want to do. Yep. Did you feel that at all? Shame around what you wanted with somebody else? Yeah. So there's, you know, there's, I always felt. Like I always wanted these connections, you know, I always had, I had a lot of emotional connections with people just because that's who I am as a person. I'm very energetic, bubbly, social. I know. I could, wish I could be more like that, like <laughs> you in that way. Yeah. I love it. It's, it's just great. But as far as like the intimate connection, I, I had all these desires and I would suppress it, you know, due to the church and due to my wife, you know, with con- yeah. consideration of her feelings. And so I would kind of, suppress all of that and i felt kind of shameful i'm like i shouldn't be having these feelings and and so part of my fix was let me have one of these experiences and then and i'll be good it'll be good because then i can move on and say okay that's what it's like it's, it's just the same so it was just kind of curiosity yeah. for you yeah there's yeah. a lot of curiosity and so um it was did you have a lot of girlfriends like when you were younger like in high school college whatever um i mean definitions are different right um 
I I hated. Did you get a lot of action when you're? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. So I hated having a lot of girlfriends. I hated having having girlfriends because I hated being tied down. I liked the freedom. I liked to be able to do what I wanted. I liked to meet new people. I didn't want to sit there and have a girlfriend and be like, "Oh, sorry, I'm with her. I can't talk to you." Mm-hmm. So I liked the freedom. So I had a lot of friends. I had a lot of girls that were friends, and if I did have a girlfriend, it lasted no longer than two weeks typically. Like mm. the, the relationships I had were a couple days, a week, two weeks, because I couldn't keep committed in that sense. I liked oh. the freedom. Yeah. And uh, people call me like, I was like, uh, what do they call me? A man whore. <laughs> <laughs> man whore player. In, in high school player. Yeah. Um, that, you know, I had all these terms. Um, but still being Mormon, I never crossed any of those boundaries i didn't have oh, so sex were, i didn't oh do. wow it was more of just the social interaction um i did kiss quite a bit but yeah that was about sometimes i feel like that's what can play into so much curiosity as an adult yeah because i did get a lot of pussy when i was young so i yeah. might as well just like now that i'm older and more confident even more handsome whatever yeah yeah <laughs> of course <laughs> definitely can... more handsome i mean what I've seen. <laughs> yeah. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, no problem. <laughs> what, what did you see before? My slick back undercut? Oh, yeah. That's not, not good? No, not good. <laughs> no, you got the nice, nice, you got the nice long locks. Mm-hmm. Of, you know, your hair it looks fantastic. I mean, I was meaning more in general, you know, like as you get older, your people tend to just become more confident as they get older. And so more opportunities are just available. Yeah. And then if you didn't have a lot of opportunity when you were younger sometimes you're just like fuck it i'm just gonna get it out of my system now right and uh if you're already tied down to a spouse and a religion that's restrictive it can just like build and build and build and build until you like fuck up your life or explode right yeah um but you know then there's guys like dan bilzerian do you know who that is i don't uh-uh. <laughs> you should follow him on <laughs> he just i mean that's kind of his whole thing he's like i didn't get a lot of uh, I didn't have a lot of sex when I was young. And so now he like has yachts and just oh, yeah? takes like 30, he has like 30 girlfriends at a time or oh, wow. not really girlfriends, but he just takes them out on the, these boats right. and has sex with all of them. Oh, wow. So he's getting his experiences in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And that's the thing is like, like you're talking about identity, you know, when you're young, depending on how you're raised, whether it's religion, you know, your parents, your background, that's kind of defines who you are. And so you, you, you go with that until you become older and you're more open to things. And then you start to grasp all that and come up with your own identity mm-hmm. and you decide what you want in life. And so that's kind of like what happened with me is as I got older, I'm like, I have control of my life. I'm going to do what makes me happy. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to sit there and do what makes other people happy. And so that's kind of where the movement happened is just like, I'm doing this, um, but I also wanted to make sure that my wife was comfortable with the situation. What if she wasn't? Would you have done it anyway? Well, again, you know, 10 years, she wasn't. Yeah. And, and it, you, and you, I guess you were good so, the whole time. Uh, so yes and no. I mean, it, it got harder because I craved it. I'm like, I just want to do it. So there was times I'd go out, you know, it was always work as at work and I'd come home or I'd get off late. And there's someone I worked with was, flirting with me Mm -hmm. and so i kind of flirt back and kind of see where things would go kind of like testing the waters and i didn't cross the boundaries where i was doing stuff but it would be like okay have a connection here 
I can go home and talk to my wife and say, Hey, I have an opportunity if you would allow me to do it. So there is, there's that it, I mean, it was hard and there was times I thought maybe I'm just going to do it and not tell her until afterwards. Mm. Um, but I felt guilty cause it's like, it's, yeah. it's cheating. It's not, you know, open communication. Right. But it was getting to that point where it was, I was craving it so much that I was just, I was willing to go do it and then tell her. And I've read up on stuff, you know, there's a lot of different, um, sites out there that talk about cheating and what percentage of men and what percentage of women cheat. Yeah. And so I started doing my own research and found it's pretty common, you know? Yeah. Married couples cheat quite often. Yeah. And it, I don't agree with it, but I, at the same time, I understand it because I was at that point. And yeah, it's not, totally. I, it's not that I didn't love my wife. I love my wife with right. all my heart. Lexi's amazing. Like she's been so supportive and been there for me from day one. And, um, I wanted her to be a part of it and know that I still loved her. And she was afraid that that's not what I wanted mm-hmm. until after my first experience, she, I, she called me up and I was at the airport waiting and she wanted to hear everything. I, I'm so curious of her, like what changed for her? Like what made her finally say yes or what clicked in her brain that she was like, was it just like, fuck it, just go do it. Like, was it your persistence that made her just like wore her down or was, I would say probably persistence and the fact that she, she loves me so much. She wants to see me happy. Yeah. And so she was kind of like, yeah, like, fuck it. Like Mm. this is a great opportunity. It's out of state. So I'm never going to see this person again. It was Mm. just perfect ideal situation. Yeah. And so she let it happen. And, and then it was awesome because I was able to have that experience and then I was able to come home and I said, ask me anything. And our connection, it was, I can't, I tell people all this. There's no way you can explain it until you've been there. Um, my wife and I, we've had a solid marriage and we still have a solid marriage, like above and beyond average couples. Like everyone looks at us. We're like the idolized. Yeah. You guys couple. are very, very open with each other. Yeah. I think that's, if I'm, I'm trying to think back on all the couples that I know, but you guys are probably one of the most open couples I've ever met. Just yeah. how, how freely you talk about anything with each other. You have to be. Yeah. You have to be. And it didn't come. It wasn't like that from day one. I mean, we were open, but it's opened up everything. Mm-hmm. Being able to have that conversation and being able to be intimate with her after having my experience yeah just changed everything like our our love was stronger because she knew i i was into her and i came back to her and i wasn't just like uh i'm bored with you i'm done i'm moving on and the whole dynamic of our marriage changed so being that idolized couple just like boosted up Hmm. so interesting yeah it's crazy and so our conversations changed. You know, I tell her everything and I encouraged her to have her experience. And it wasn't until like a year and a half later, she had her first experience. Oh, cool. So she had one. Of yeah. Her so own she too. got to have one. I was like, just try it. If you're not cool with it, then we can move on. Did you ever experience any jealousy with that? Beginning? No, I, it was a turn on for me. It was huh. super exciting. I was so excited for her. 
I wanted to be there. I was at work and I couldn't be there, but I'm like, do it. <laughs> I want to know all the details. As soon as it happened, she called me and I talked to her about everything. It was just, it was awesome. Did you know the guy? I didn't. And hmm. she didn't know him. You know, Did just, you have stipulations on your end? Um, we talked about that because she gave me stipulations, right? Yeah. So um, I told her, I said, what, what are you comfortable with? Do you want me to have stipulations? And she's like, well, I gave you stipulations. What do you have? And I said, I don't have anything. I said, as long as you're comfortable. I said, but what about the kissing? And I know women love kissing. Mm-hmm. That is what drives them. It gets, yeah. you know, if they have a connection with a guy, the kissing is what gets them ready. And, and so I told that her, does I, feel pretty universal. Oh, it is. Oh yeah. <laughs> so I told her, I said, you can't, you can't kiss him then. And she's like, what? I said, you didn't allow me to. <laughs> And she's like, well, then how am I supposed to get turned on? I said, you figure it out. So <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Was, was that like a, was that a stab? Was that kind of like a, it was a tease. Yeah, I was yeah. just teasing her. And so then afterwards I said, really, I don't care. Yeah. Kiss him. But I just want you to know that I allowed you to do this. I didn't care. So like, so every time you kiss him, what you think of me? Yeah, yeah, say thank yeah. you. So rules change, you know? Mm-hmm. So right. So as I told you at the beginning, we had all these rules. Yeah. And then all of a sudden you know, as time passed, we have no rules. The only thing is respect, communication, yeah. transparency and all that fun stuff. But so she had her first experience and I, you know, she, she kissed him and yeah. And she, she loved it. How am I supposed to get turned on then? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I like, think that's how, like uh, I was talking to my cousin about the, the party, the, the lifestyle party that we went to last yeah, night. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I was like, yeah, man, if we go, I, I want to have like rules. I want to have boundaries. I want to have the yep. things an understanding set in place. And then she was like, yeah, yeah. Me and what was the name we we're using against Steve, Steve, yep. <laughs> me and Steve, we, the first time we went, we had all these rules, whatever. Yep. But then it felt so restrictive yep. that we both were like, you know what? Let's just not have any restrictions. Right. And then if something happens that we don't like, that yep. makes us feel a certain way, let's just expose ourselves to that emotion. If it's uncomfortable. Yep. And then we'll talk about it. We can't get mad at each other. Right. And we'll just discuss it and then make a boundary or, or, you know, dial it in from there. Right. Which I think is kind of a better way to go. It is. For the most part. Everyone's different, right? Everyone handles things differently and everyone has different um, boundaries and different interests. And so the whole dynamic is always different. What's important is if you have a partner, that you and your partner are on the same page. Yeah. And so me and Lexi, we had rules. Um, it was more of her. She had the rules. Me, I was like, I don't care because it was so thrilling for me. It was so exciting to hear her having sex with other men and it turned me on. And then after she's done having sex with that guy, we'd go and have sex. And it was just, it's just so exciting. And so there weren't <laughs> very many crazy, rules. That's crazy, man. I, I, I feel like the first thing that would come for me is jealousy for some reason. I don't know why. And it, I never really considered myself a jealous person, but maybe it's because of my experience with my previous yeah. marriage yeah, background. Like, yep. Yeah. Yep. hundred percent. And you know, I didn't have any jealousy issues, you know, for me, cause it was exciting. Yeah. And so I, and I was encouraging her, but jealousy does kick in at least for me later on when there's more of a emotional connection. Mm. Cause there's oh, that, yeah, there's that sure. fear of is, is my wife, Lexi still in love with me mm-hmm. or is she, moving on to you know this other guy is this other guy more her type type of situation and that's when we all come back together and we talk about it and we make sure that 
we're both good and that we both still love each other. And it's just fun. It's exciting. It's new. It's different. Mm -hmm. And so we just reassure each other every, every, after every connection, after every interaction so that Hmm. we know that we're on the same page. Lexi just walked into the room. Hello, Lexi. Would you like to sit down and have a chat? You want to chat with us? Damn it. I should have brought another microphone. I had one at, at the house. <laughs> Actually, I do have a question for you. So, welcome to the podcast. Your alias name is Lexi to protect thank your identity. You. Thank you, thank you. <laughs> Unless you want to expose your real name, but I don't know. So, we your husband and I were just talking about uh how he was always asking about potentially having an experience with another woman. Hello, now you have headphones on. No, I can hear him. <laughs> I know, but it's cool and you can hear it in the headphones. Yeah, it's more intimate. Okay. <laughs> so, yeah, he was he was talk he was telling me that he was wanting to have an experience with another woman. Like at the very beginning. At the very beginning, yeah. And then you were like, "No, of course not." Like, mm-hmm. no, no, no. But then 10 years later, you said yes. And I was just curious why. Like what what changed for you? Um, so what changed for me? Um, we were in the church. I'm sure you've already discussed this. Yeah. And so that was like a big, a big thing for me. It was like, I was brainwashed, but it got to a point where I could see that it was affecting him and he wasn't happy. He couldn't, he, he was happy, but there's like this other side to him that he could never fully express. And I could tell that he was holding back because of me. And so that made me really sad that he couldn't be his own person and experience the things that he needed to. And so it kind of came to a crossroads where it was either, I can't deal with it, we need to get divorced, or I'm going to go on this journey with you. If it's good, it's going to be good. If it's not, we'll stop. But I'm going to jump in and go and do this with you. So... So brave. It was very, very scary. But <laughs> so you're like, let's just do it and see what happens. Yes. And that's why after the first time, it was like an amazing bond that we had because all my worries like went away. Like he came back to me. He still loved me. It's weird uh, to explain Story to holds people. up, Sean. Yeah. See, that's, <laughs> what I told you that's exactly what I said. However, she <laughs> says it a lot better than I do. <laughs> I was sitting there listening like, wow, she makes that sound so much prettier than I do. I mean, it sounded the exact same to me. Like, yeah. the story is exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Lined so, up 100%. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. That's just how I, I felt this after the first time. We have our ups and downs, but that uh, initial time, and he came back, and yeah. we loved each other even more. We were, before you walked down, we were at the part of the story. So we haven't really gotten to, I guess, the lifestyle community yet here in Utah. But we were just discussing jealousy and how that would that's what would come up for me is jealousy and and sean was just saying how it didn't like he he excited him that you had an experience on your own a year and a half after his and uh yeah i don't know i thought i just thought that was pretty amazing that you guys can just like be happy for each other but then he said the only time that jealousy does come up is during like an emotional connection which i'm assuming you guys have now Yes. With other people. So Sean has had emotional connection. Did we say your name? 
Yeah, me. Yeah, well, he's fine with this. <laughs> <laughs> this is also not live, so I can I can edit anything. <laughs> Do we say your name? So you're Lexi, then we got Steve, and we got Jennifer. Okay. Um, what were we saying? Emotional so connection. Jealousy. Oh. So he had tons of emotional connections before me, and I had already gone through all of that. Like I have already had my emotions for it, and I'm confident in us. Like he. You and have, you've had a few emotional connections with other people before, Jennifer and Steve. Hmm. And well, just Jennifer, not Steve. I'm just kidding. And I have, <laughs> I've already gone through that and done that, and so for this to be my first emotional connection, I think has scared him a lot. And we've talked about this because he's oh, never yeah. he's never seen me be emotionally attached to somebody else. Oh, so Steve is your first emotional. Yes. Oh wow. And so I feel like it's been a learning experience for him for sure because yeah. he's finally be he's in that spot where i was like oh my gosh is she falling for him more than me like is that connection better than mine and that's when we have to come back and be like no you'd probably need a lot of reassurance yes well especially when you're hanging out with steve and he's like i don't know he's like cool yeah. <laughs> you know he's like good guy and yeah. you you care about him and you start to i'm assuming that you kind of have an emotional I mean, even though he's a dude, I form a lot of really intense emotional bonds with men. Yeah. So for me, it's like, I love it. Like I bond with everyone. I just feel like if there's a good connection, I bond with them. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I can joke around and have um, all these fun little interactions. I don't get intimate with guys just because that's not my drive. And I support guys that do. I love it. I love seeing when there's love around. And so, yeah, I love Steve. And we get along really well, and we have a lot of different connections, um, you know, through games, like board games or just conversations or similar personalities. <laughs> that first night that we hung out with you guys here at your house and playing games, uh -huh. uh, I was – that was the first night that you'd, like, told us anything about, like, the – you know, your dynamic, which I guess we're kind of jumping ahead of ourselves a little bit, but uh, I was just observing you – and Steve and just like seeing the little bit of competitiveness that already exists between the two of you. Yeah. But then on top of that, you add, you know, board games where they're naturally competitive. And I was just like, man, that's, if I'm fully honest, that's part of the reason why I didn't come to the <laughs> the guy's game night. Because I was like, <laughs> I don't know. I just don't know if I can, I don't know. And the girls night was fun. But oh, girls just, night is always fun. <laughs> it was girls night, but just the, the competition. I was like, I don't know if I, if I want to like hang in the competition, oh, you would have done perfectly fine. We we had a good time. It was chill. Yeah, I mean, um, yeah, we were hanging with what you call vanilla friends. They're not in the lifestyle, and so things are a little bit more tame and calm. And you know, your interaction is you know very different than what you'd have with someone in the lifestyle. Mm -hmm. So tell me about the your. I guess I mean, is there more to the story, or do you want to jump ahead? past all the other emotional connections you've had and into the one you're in now? Uh, there's a lot to the story. It just yeah. depends on how much you want to know. And all hear. of it. All of it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. So, I mean, like I was telling you, Lexi and I, we have, you know, this, this intimate, you know, connection and we've talked about everything and there is jealousy here and there. Um, as she mentioned, it's more on me now because she's already been through years of me having emotional connections here. Yeah. I've always been interested in, um, you know, what would you call it? A polyamorous co connection mm -hmm. where my wife 
kind of was like afraid of it. And no, I, I, I love you and only love you. I like just having these experiences. Yeah. And we found that to be fairly true with most of the couples we met. Um, and in the back of my mind, I kind of always wanted that connection, but never pushed it. Just kind of, you just got to go with the flow of things. Yeah. And so, um, seeing her, um, with other guys, like I said, was super exciting for me. Um, if I felt like there was more of an intimate or more of a emotional connection, it did cause some jealousy and we talk about it and she'd reassure me it's all about the validation you give your spouse. So did you ever have any stipulations before of like only, you can only be with a guy one time? No, we talked about rules. You can add to it if you want, but, um, stipulations. Yes. So she'd meet guys. Um, a lot of them were single. Most of them were single guys. Um, How would you meet these dudes, Lexi? Uh, Bumble. The <laughs> nice. dating app Bumble. Is that the one where you, the girl makes uh-huh. the, first the, girl to make the first move? Initiate the conversation. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. But if I met up with somebody, he our rule was that he had to come meet him. Yeah. And if the oh. guy wasn't okay with that, then it wasn't. Then it wasn't good. Mm-hmm. I wanted to make sure she was safe. That was my number one thing, and so I wanted to meet the guy. Yeah. Yeah. Gotcha. So they knew we were married. They knew that I was allowing. Yeah. So you're fully transparent with each other and with the people that you're inviting in. Yep. One hundred percent. Did you ever invite them into? I mean, I don't know if we need to get into details of like (laughs) three ways or whatever. But did you ever? You said that one of your something that turned you on or was exciting for you, Sean, was like seeing her with another man. Did you ever bring that into your house? Yeah, so we had so everything that generally happened was in our house because uh it was I had uh it made me feel safe or knowing that she was safe because if something happened I was able to come down and stop something. Oh gotcha. But you were never like in the room. So I'd watch from like a camera, like oh, a video gotcha. camera. Or there was times I was in the room. I I wanted to be in the room, like I was so excited. And Lexi's like, No, there's time there's she just I don't know. You probably have to explain that, but she didn't want me in the room all the time. And some of the guys didn't feel comfortable. You know, no, not everyone likes to perform in somebody Mm. in in front of somebody, especially if it's a husband. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Totally. For me, it was more of the, the Mormon in me that I wasn't supposed to be with somebody else. And so having him watch was kind of, I don't know, it made me uncomfortable, even though I knew Hmm. he was watching, but he wasn't like physically there. It was something in my brain. Today's episode of the podcast is brought to you by Ammon Clough Creative. Ammon Clough Creative is a business specializing in photography, videography, podcasting, education, and content creation. Services include weddings, small business landing videos, corporate video and photography work, podcast production, product photography, brand exposure, one-on-one and group workshops, and photo shoots in almost any capacity, such as outdoor or indoor, family, couples or single person photo shoots for more information go to ammonclough.com or check out ammonclough on instagram at ammonclough this episode of the podcast is brought to you by ellie george with HomeQuest realty if you're in the market for a home in southern oregon or thinking of selling your home i've been working with ellie george with her marketing and can testify that she is a true pro in the industry She has an amazing passion for real estate. She's been practicing for over 16 years, sells over 120 homes a year, which is absolutely nuts compared to the average agent only selling about eight. (laughs) 
When it comes to marketing, I've seen her go the extra mile to make sure her homes stand out and capture eyes nationwide and to net the sellers way more money in the end. She and I work together a lot on her higher end homes, creating videos that beautifully and thoroughly showcase the spaces and I've absolutely loved working with her. Mention the Ambitious Podcast and get a no cost, low pressure consultation. She'll help you with your real estate portfolio, whether it's your first home, investment, move up, or you just wanna be constantly aware of your equity position. She's definitely who I would trust for my real estate advisor. Yeah, what a mind fuck to like try and navigate that coming from an oh, LDS background. It's very difficult. Like, like my, so much guilt and shame probably. Like I have half my brain. Like I would, when we've had threesomes or swapping in the same bed and I'm watching him, like in my brain, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is so exciting for him. And then my other half of my brain is like, what the hell? He's not supposed to be doing that. He's only supposed to be with you. So I've had yeah. a time where I've like left the room because I need a breath because I'm like mentally exhausted going back and forth between these two sides it's like mental gymnastics yes and he like he would get worried about me and i'm like no i don't care that you're doing it like go have fun he's like i'm not gonna continue if you're freaking out and i'm like i just i just need a minute and it's just i don't know like it was i'm way better now but in the beginning like it was just having him watch me and be there it was just I don't I can't explain it. It like was taboo. It wasn't supposed to be happening. Yeah. See, and from my perspective it's like it was fun, but then when she'd leave I felt like she felt forced. Like I was forcing mm-hmm. her to do something that she didn't want to do and mm-hmm. I, so I felt bad because she's my wife. Ultimately, I want her to be happy. She's your priority. Yep. And so you for this thing this whole dynamic to work you need to make sure that your your spouse, your partner, whomever it may be, is on a pedestal. They're number one. They're always number one, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And then everything else that you're doing on the side, they come second. And so if, if your spouse or partner, whoever, is not number one, then that's where you're going to start to have issues. That's where right. relationships are going to start to crumble. So I'd get worried, and, and she'd reassure me she's okay. I think that's pretty universal, you know? Yeah. It doesn't just involve... It just. It's not just inside of this type of a dynamic. I think it's no matter what, even if even for typical relationships, you know. But we have come across a situation where he was at he was having an experience, and I was at a, a party or something, and I texted him. They were together for a couple hours, and I just texted him, letting him know I'm coming home. And the girl freaked out and was like, "Why is she texting you during our time? You're supposed to oh. be with me." And Sean was like okay fuck you bitch (laughs) yeah yeah he he straight up told her like this is my wife Uh, if she wants me home i'm going home like oh yeah wow nice that's cool and then he she didn't you call you called it off and was like this isn't gonna work you don't understand the dynamic and that's not how i i I was going to call it off but she ended up calling it off herself which was made it easier for me because she wanted to be basically a replacement. She was looking for love is what it was. And not and you can have you can love multiple people, but she wanted my attention. And she, yeah, she's kind of an alpha. Yep, exactly. And I said, That's not happening and I ended it right there and said, Hey, I'm gonna go and I, I you know, my wife's my number one, sorry and just like she said and so I left and and then she messaged me later saying, were things weird? Were you okay? I'm like, yeah, it's totally fine. She said, I felt like you were trying to get out. And I said, 
no, it's like my wife's my number one priority. She was home. She's ready for me. We had our interaction and she just told me, she's like, well, I don't think it's going to work. I said, that's fine. Yeah. So, um, you, you got to know your priorities. Um, are, do mistakes happen? Yes. Oh yeah. I'm sure uh, you've hit a lot of road bumps along the way. Yeah. And you, you being here for a week, you've been able to see some of those things. And, <laughs> but I feel like you've probably seen, we've been very transparent about everything. We talk about everything. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been open with you from day one about everything just because if you're not, if you can't be open about it, then, and there's secrecy, that's when things start to yeah fall apart. And so it's probably kind of hard to have to play vanilla as you say. Yeah. Um, like around the kids or around friends, around other family members who aren't cool with it. Cause it's like, it's not like a widely accepted lifestyle. Yeah. You know, it's very unique still and new. I mean, I had heard about swingers or what do you even call it? Is it swingers? Lifestyle. Lifestyle. There's, I don't know. Let me put it in two Sorry. So there, there's, there's different. So swingers, you know, so yeah. currently we use the term lifestyle because lifestyle, there's so many different dynamics inside of it, inside of it. Yes. And so that's the best way to describe it. Um, for us to say we're swingers currently, we're not because we, we have a polyamorous relationship. Mm-hmm. And so um, it, it's easy to say lifestyle and then people say, oh, what's your dynamic in the lifestyle? And you start to learn, gotcha. you know, what, what. That makes sense, right? Because not everybody is going to look the same. Correct. Got it. Were you going to say something? Sorry. Yeah. What were you going to say, Lex? Oh, half of our half of our quad is out to their families, and the other half is not. So half of us are very open, and they're yeah. They are very. I don't know. I guess we we haven't even explained the quad yet that you're in. Yeah. Let's talk about it. Well, half of the quad is very open and ready to just release everything to the world. And the other half is f- very not. So yeah. being around the kids, the two of us have to kind of keep them in check and make sure they're not. I mean, I wonder which half of the quad is ready. I know. <laughs> You're on a fucking podcast. <laughs> <laughs> with, with, that, with that said, keep, keep us in check. They're the ones that have been caught multiple times. The, the ones that are more quiet about it. Yeah. So how did you guys all meet? So, it's kind of funny. Um, Jennifer found my profile on Facebook mm-hmm. and she saw a picture of Lexine, thought she recognized her. Mm. And so she reached out to me and friend requested me. And I don't accept friend requests from anybody unless I know them, but I had um, a sister-in-law here that knew Jennifer mm-hmm. and validated for her. And so Gotcha. I was like, okay, so I accept the friend request, and Jennifer and I started talking and trying to. We talked about volleyball because she's like, I know your wife from volleyball or something, and so we made that connection. And I asked, I always ask everybody, it's like, do you guys like board games? Because that's something we enjoyed doing, and so we were able to have that um, connection that way. And you know, it, her husband steve is into board games too and so massively yeah and so we made that connection we both have, a we both have issues with that <laughs> yeah you just that's bought our 28 board <laughs> games last yes. week yes i just bought 28 board games last week <laughs> and uh, right now we're sitting around we're being covered in them yeah. but it's quite fun but yeah so they invited us over to their place to play some board games and we went over there and 
Did they come over here the first time? Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I was like, why are you having strangers come to my house? They brought all their kids. Oh, yeah. And they came in. Oh, yeah. Lexi was <laughs> Lexi gets very paranoid about this stuff. I said, relax. It's, it's a whole family coming over. And she's like, you're inviting somebody into my house that I don't even know. They bring their whole family. And so she was freaking out. But we ended up playing board games and connected really well and then went over to their house. And was it the next day or two days later? Anyway, and so from that, we hit it off, and we've we've had a connection, and we felt, the two of you did the, the, yeah, so, uh, the two yes, so Jennifer and I hit it off really well, yeah, and I, I saw Steve's profile, and I'm like, oh my gosh, I, I'm like, Lexi would probably be into Steve, too, but they're, they're the slower two of of the group Steve and Lexi Steve and Lexi are very slow I can relate to that yeah. I'm a very slow emotional processor right <laughs> and then you got me and Jennifer we're, we're quick we're fast moving we're like this is Sonic the Hedgehog yeah. was that yes. what we said Sonic last night Sonic the Hedgehog yeah <laughs> it's like it's awesome because we we sit there and we're, we're feeling it we feel like the dynamics just amazing nothing was forced it just was flowing really well and so what about the negative emotions do you process those quickly too depends <laughs> there's there's days where i process it so um jennifer actually helps me process a lot of the negative emotions a lot quicker um lexi throughout our whole marriage has always been there and helped me with that and you know when you're with your your spouse and when you love or your partner for a long time you start to learn things that you can do to irritate them and yeah. it's not like you want to do it on purpose but you do it and then you also have things where um, it just takes longer to come out of your negative emotions. Yeah, totally. So Jennifer has been a huge, you know, uh, what do they call it? Huge uh, asset, not asset. <laughs> she's com- support. So thank you. Huge support. That's a better term. <laughs> so she's been a huge support and <laughs> has filled voids. Yeah. To help me come out of those things and come up with solutions, almost like the a, negative? a therapist. Yeah, and the negative. Huh. And so you're able to learn like beneficial skills from, from both. It's not like just you two. I feel like all four of us have learned like the other night, Jennifer and Steve got in a fight and Jennifer was like, hold that microphone a little closer to your mouth. Jennifer was freaking out. And so she's like, you need to go be with Steve. He needs you. You listen. You're more patient. I can't do it right now. You need to tap in basically. Yeah. And so by the time, we we had rode in separate cars. By the time we got home, Steve was fine. Jennifer was fine. Everybody was great. But I feel like we just all have different things that we offer. and yeah. understand. Me and Steve are very similar, and so we kind of understand each other. On we're more emotional. We're the emotional uh, submissive. We're not the dominant. Yeah. yeah, they're definitely the submissive couple. We're yeah. we're the dominant couple, but. Like Lexi was saying. Well, you guys have been in it for a little longer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Well, I have. And then... Um, five years? Yeah, I've been in about five years. Yeah. And so, you know, for us, it's... it's it's Or for me, it's simple. And, you know, Jennifer has that same personality, so it's easy. And I've coached her to... She, she didn't know she could be in love with other people. She, from the beginning, she's like, don't let me get emotionally attached and I said, that's fine. I said, I'm not here to push you into anything. And then it started to happen. And I said, do you think it's possible to love more than one person? And she's like, well, 
I mean, I do love more, more than one person. I brought it up, you know, her kids and some people can justify that, but you it's love all of your kids. Of love. Yeah. And so, um, she has that love of, with her kids. She has that love with her parents. She has that love with her spouse. She has that love with, you know, cousins and whatnot. Yeah. So she has that love and she understands it. And you, you can define love in so many different ways and have so many different levels of love. And so Jennifer was starting to freak out because she was starting to have these emotional connections. That was my main, that when you, we started talking about it the first night that we met you guys, Yeah, that was my first thought. I was like, what's like the goal? What's the, what's the, what are you, you, what are you working towards? Because you're building these emotional connections. Yeah. Like, do you want to just like move in together, start a family together, like have kids with each other's wives and shit or like what? <laughs> no, no more children. <laughs> no more children. <laughs> uh, uh, Sean and Jennifer there you go. <laughs> have um, discussed moving in and Steve loses his shit every time somebody says it. He like gets nervous about it, but huh. our end goal, I don't know. We, we weren't looking for this. It just kind of happened. So you have so no just direction. You're just like, experiencing we've, we've it talked about the future i kind of like, fucking love that you just like yeah. let it happen as it yeah. happens and if it turns good and amazing then you're yeah then you get to experience something amazing and unique that a lot of people never get to experience and if it's shitty life is sometimes shitty if relationships fall apart that's yeah. what jennifer is freaking out about because she's like uh, if i fall in love with you then what like what if you break up with me and sean was like then you you get heartbroken and you move on. But what if you find something amazing? You're just shutting it down before you even get that chance. Yeah, Lex, do you have a hard time with them like saying "I love you" to each other? I do not. Mm. I like it. Like it makes me happy seeing their bond and their connection, which is nice. sounds very weird. When they when we first started saying "I love you" to each other, Steve had a rule. Steve made rules yeah, that. Yeah. You can't. He can't hear it, so you can like sneak it and say "I love you." But oh. he didn't want to hear Jennifer say it to Sean or Sean say it to Jennifer. He didn't want to hear it. You mm. can't do it during sex. You couldn't say it when you're being intimate, and you couldn't. Was it text? Text it. Yeah. Wait. This is Sean, Sean. This is your. It's Steve's, Steve's rules. rules. Oh, got it. Got it. When yeah. it when he first started saying it to each other, oh. it like. He takes a long time to process, so that was like one of his things. Like, I don't want to hear you guys say. I know, I know, we're all saying it, but I just can't hear it. <laughs> mm -hmm. But that's all gone. Now. That's all. That's all changed now. Now we're very open about it. It's hey, how I, long have you guys been in in a relationship with each other? So we met them back in May, and of this year of this year, and so not that long. No, it's Six not. Months. Which which is really exciting. So kind of backing up a little bit. Yeah. Um, having that energy, it's all about having that energy. Mm -hmm. um, we don't have any goals. We just kind of go with the flow. Mm -hmm. um, a lot of people like to have goals and stuff, which is good in, in many different cases. But this, you, in my opinion, you can't really have goals because there's so many, so many variables. You don't know where it's going to go. And so with us, we've, we've been able to talk about, we talk about how we love each other. We've spent, just about every single day with them since we've met them yeah. and vice versa. Like yeah. we're always together. We, we love being together. We don't feel forced. We don't feel like, Oh, we got to call them and be like, Hey, 
you guys want to hang out we're gonna go do this and no it, it it's just that's what we do it's almost like we are family and so yeah. it, it and you guys have between the you have seven kids you have seven between us yeah and and that's the thing is people sit there and be like well are your kids being neglected no we take them out we do all kinds of activities with them yeah. we love having we both are very family oriented mm-hmm. both I mean, when i say all four of us are very family oriented we right, love right having our kids involved. We do camping trips with each other. We've done some vacations with each other. We've gone to um, NASCAR together with our family. You said that sometimes like uh, two of you will watch all the kids while the other two of you go. We've done that. So if we do like a date, so if I'm taking Jennifer out, then um, Jennifer, your girlfriend. Yes, my girlfriend. Yes, exactly. Then Lexi and Steve will hang out and and take care of the kids, mm-hmm. and make sure that they're taken care of. They're put to bed and whatnot. Yeah. And then the next day we actually you know switch. Mm-hmm. So then um, Jennifer and I uh, watch the kids, watch the and kids. then um, Lexi and her boyfriend Steve go out on a date. And so we do that and then we'll do group dates. We go out to dinner all the time together. Um, and so when you sit there and you're like, it's only, it's been about six months. That's, that's correct. And no one would guess that because of our relationship and our dynamic. And yes, we weren't exclusive the whole time. We, Oh yeah. So that's kind of the, a new thing. You guys are, the exclusivity happened. What about September? Where you were like, let's not date anybody else. Yeah. yeah. So the end, of September. the end of September. So it's it's fairly recent. I mean, you're talking about almost two months. And um, well, what does that mean though? When I you're exclusive? Uh, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. Because I see you guys like making out with. I've been going to these parties with you right. every night, and you guys, I see so, all of you like making out with so many other people. Wait, what? Are you so, spying on me? Being exclusive, we had to like talk about it. And I didn't it out. think it was spying. It was pretty o- <laughs> on the open. <laughs> that's true. But it was like we are committed to each other, and if somebody wants to do something else with somebody else and experience we all sit down and talk about it whereas before so it's a four-way conversation me and sean had to be on the same page it didn't matter who else Mm -hmm. was involved because that's us now that there's four of us we'd all have to talk about it and make sure it was okay kissing is not a thing people kiss well it used to be a thing it was like your number one stipulation with sean's first yeah isn't that crazy how things change yeah he just moves and so you just got to go with the flow i'm so curious of like the the, in my head i have so many scenarios of just like challenges that are being brought up like you have a you have to every decision has to involve four people well not every decision but a lot of your decisions now you have to (laughs) include four different personalities so tell me like what's like the biggest challenge like the top few biggest challenges with this type of a lifestyle I'm going to let you take this. Yeah, and then I want to know... The lifestyle or the the quad? (sighs) Both. Yeah, I guess both because... Oh, yeah. And then I want to know, like, the the top benefits that you enjoy. So just start with the quad. Like, what's what's the main challenge that you find with this quad? Um, The main challenge is... Making sure everybody feels validated. <laughs> yeah. That, you're, that you're like the mother nurturer. Yeah. That is, uh, you want your spouse and you to be excellent and you want you and your boyfriend or girlfriend to be excellent. And it gets tricky 
and there's a lot of emotions. Um, is it worth the... <laughs> this is what we talk about all the time. We like, this is so difficult. In the moment, we're like, this is difficult. Like, why are we doing this? And then we're like, because we love it. Like, Yeah, so tell me, like, what's the what's the greatest benefit from the quad? The greatest benefit is just having all this love and support. Like, yeah, I have found so much support in everybody. I... I got super, super depressed this summer. Like, it was really bad. And um, I got suicidal. And I have never talked to anybody about it before, ever, besides Sean. And the first people I opened up to were Jennifer and Steve. And they, like, Sean was at work, and he called Jennifer and was like, you need to go to my house now. You need to go get her, get her out. And just, she was just babysitting me. Mm. And I've never had that kind of support. And so I'm going to start crying because this is like, it's fresh still. But um, they just understood and they supported me. And none of them have had depression or suicidal thoughts, so they don't really get it. But they're trying to understand. But just having a safe place for me to go anytime I want has been amazing. I used to just be by myself. I didn't even talk to Sean about it until last year, two years ago. Wow. So So on one hand, it's saving your life. Mm -hmm. And on the other hand, it's just a little challenging. Yes. To deal with the quad. So God damn, that's a good trade. Them knowing everything and still loving me. I call it my broken, I'm broken, my broken parts. And they know all of it, and they still love me for who I am, and they still support me, and it's just amazing. So you have, it seems like, a really, really amazing friendship with Jennifer. Oh, for and, sure. And an emotional We've love We've already talked about Steve. if the quad breaks up, me and Jennifer will still be best friends and hang out all the time. Yeah, geez, that's like you kind of really need each other. Yeah. It, mm. So That's it, cool. Thanks for sharing. Thanks for being vulnerable. I appreciate that. Yeah, she, uh, so she talked about the suicidal thing. I didn't know if she had those thoughts <clears throat> until I found a letter in her drawer. Oh, wow. And it took me back because I've, I've been an uh, advocate for lives and have saved many kids' lives. I used to be a teacher. And so there's kids that come to me talking about suicide. Like a, you're a school teacher? Uh, I was a school teacher. Yeah. Middle school teacher. Oh, middle. (sighs) Yeah. Dude. And so massive respect. (laughs) It's a tough, tough area, but man, I loved it. And kids loved me and respected me and they would come to me. You have a good personality for that. Thank you. Appreciate (laughs) it. (laughs) So, so I saw it all the time and I, I could read signs, but with my, my wife, I never even saw any of those. And there's times. Very good at I mean, yeah, you, Lexi, you're very hard to read. Yes. I will say. It's yes. We've had this discussion. <laughs> yeah. And so I, you know, my own wife who I've been with for 17 years and I'm like, I'm, I'm baffled. I'm shocked. And so, uh, after seeing this letter, it just like broke my heart. She wasn't even home when I found it and I was just reading it and I, and I lost it. I'm like got emotional i'm like what is happening like how do i not know this for my own wife right and so i told her from that day i said i'm here for you 100 percent. 
talk to me, be open with me. And yeah. so I feel like this lifestyle has helped big time with that because she's been able to be open and transparent. And like she was saying, you know, the benefit is, you know, she's got a best friend. Mental who, health is the benefit. And, and men, <laughs> mental health. Like it's, I'm at work, I'm stressing out. I can call Jennifer, I can call Steve. Even Steve's gone and picked you up and been there for you. Jennifer has babysat me several days. She just comes and picks me up, and I am not allowed to be by myself. I'm a lot better now. This summer was really bad. And Steve... This summer of 2021? Yeah. Yeah. Dude, I'm right there with you. I've talked about it on the podcast before, but I had, like, some, for the first time in my life, some pretty massive anxiety attacks for the first time That's in my I life. That's what I had. Like, and Steve had to break into my house and literally carry me out. I I've really? never had a panic attack before, and this was the first one. Like I couldn't breathe; my body was shaking. I couldn't. It was crazy. Huh. They have access to our house because, you know, we trust them. They're like they're, they're family is yeah. what they really are, and so they have the code to come in. And that's cool. And so he did. When he, I get in my moments, I lock myself up, and I want to be alone. And she can now get in the house, so that's super cool. <laughs> <laughs> But I, I am actually doing a lot better now. But Good. having them be there for me and support me and not give up on me was excellent. So one question that comes to my head is like, do you need? I mean, that, that that's all so great. But do you need it to be like a, like a romantic type of a? Is there something different about it? Just being a regular friend that can do that for you, or is there something? I've never opened up before. That's what it is. Like I, they're mm. my my people. They're my tribe that I've opened. So the up intimacy to. probably helps you helps you to be able to open, open up, up for sure. Yeah. Like the physical intimacy between the, yeah. the four of you helps you to open up emotionally. And so Lexi's got cool. a necklace here, um, and she bought it for her and Jennifer. Yeah, um, and it basically talks about them being her tribe and being her support. And I agree. Yes, can you find help with other people? Yeah, people do it all the time. Um, People see therapists, people have friends, people reach out, um, and which is great. I love that there's all these options. But for her, um, it's almost like she needed that intimate connection, that interaction to be able to open up to somebody else. Because if you remember, I told you for like 15 years, I had no idea that she was even suicidal or even thought about it for her own, her own husband. Yeah. And so for her to open up is a big deal and right. finding people that you trust. It's got to be a really close, yep. close, I mean, as close as it gets, yeah. friend. Yeah. And so there, so that's, I would say that's probably huge, the, probably the biggest positive thing. I mean, yeah. um, we fill voids like, you know, uh, Jennifer fills my void. Um, Steve will fill Lexi's void. Lexi Does Steve ever fill your void? void? He does. Sean. Multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> In fact, our wives want us to have that void filled. <laughs> no. <laughs> no, but yeah, he. I mean, there's things that, I mean, we've, we've gotten together and both hugged and cried emotionally together because... You and Steve? Mm-hmm. And it, that's awesome. And we, we have, we still have times like that where we, we hold each other and we cry and we, we talk about how this is difficult, but it's worth it. Like I, I wouldn't trade this for any, any other thing. And to find a couple, I told, um, Jennifer, cause she was worried about finding love. I said, this is unique. Like before we even committed, I said, you don't find this. 
this is rare. Like I've been doing this thing for about five years and I've been interested in trying to find a couple, but it's not something you can force. And it just naturally came together. And I said, you can either dive in with us and let's take this journey together and see where it takes us. Mm -hmm. Or we can just, you know, stop it and, and not get emotionally attached. Mm -hmm. And so Jennifer was on board. I was on board. Steve was kind of like, what the, this isn't happening. And, uh, Lexi was, it was, I'd probably say you were probably in between. You were 50, 50. You were like, it could be cool, but I don't know. Is that sound about right? And so, um, it took a lot of conversations and we're, where we're at right now. And you ask about negative things, you know, yeah, there's negative things. There's jealousy. There's Talk about being able to validate everybody. Validate. So I, yeah, I, I offering have, constant reassurance probably to each I, other. I have to validate Steve. You know, we, we went out on, as a bro, uh, what do they call it? Bro date. We went out and validate. bro, I, your penis is bigger than yeah, mine. Yeah. I'm like, I dude, your penis is huge. And he's like, well, yeah, I know. And I'm like, <laughs> what, you know, what about mine? <laughs> so, I mean, you have all that, but it's just like, it's reassurance. Like he, he trusts me. He trusts me with his wife. I trust him with my wife. And, and if you don't have that validation and that connection between the two, you know, men, then it's like you're wondering what's happening and, and, and you start to create this image in your head and twist things and it causes frustration. And neither of you are, are bisexual. You're very straight. Very straight. Uh, well, the men. The men are very yes, straight. Yes, the men are very straight. Do you straight. think it would be easier if, they, if the men were bi? No. Um, <laughs> Lexi says no. Really? You don't think well, I would have said yeah. Tell me why. I don't, I don't think the relationship would be better if you two were bi. No, not better, easier. Like the what I mean is the the dynamic of the four of you, if the men were also into each other, like romantically, sexually. So, not having that experience, I I couldn't say it's yes. Kind of hard to say, but that to me, be a lot more emotions to be involved. Well, there'd be emotions, but then it's like you wouldn't have that worry. I I don't. I feel to me personally, I think it would make things easier. Um, me and Jennifer have not been romantically together. So none of you are bi. You're all straight. Uh, it depends. <laughs> it's, a, it's a sliding so, scale. It's so a Lex, spectrum. So yes. So Lexi from day one, she yeah. was not at all into women. Uh-huh. Um, and so I, I was curious. I'm like, just try it out. See, you know, cause you don't know until you try it. So like I tell you, I'm like, mm-hmm. and Lexi's I, like, yeah, Sean, <laughs> you don't know until you try. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, it does. They throw it right back at me. And it's like, I'm not opposed to an experience, but at the same time, I want it to be, if it does happen, it's gotta be with, you know, the right atmosphere. It's gotta be with the right person. It's right amount be, of alcohol. Yeah. Right amount of alcohol, you know? <laughs> and so, ding, ding, ding. <laughs> but and I, and I gave all these stipulations they call me the drunk lesbian. Yeah. So Lexi, she she has a few drinks and that. she makes out with all the women and she loves it. And so um, you're making out with anybody last night. You were just sleeping. Yeah. <laughs> I was drunk. <laughs> she got she got drunk with something else. Some, yeah. That some... party last night was was fun. Yeah. It was really fun. We went to it. So for the audience, it was my first uh, introduction into a lifestyle party yeah i didn't really know it was such a thing i'd heard about it in utah and i don't know if it's a thing in other states so we've not we've been to uh are we allowed to say locations i wouldn't 
Okay. So we've been to a few locations and we've met where the whole world comes together basically. And we've talked mm. to them and they're like, we, we talk about the social the community. community. So Utah we have is kind of Utah. a hub. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah. And I've heard it, about some like, I don't know, sex parties in Portland and stuff. Yeah. So, but I don't think it's the same. It feels yeah. like a lot more dirty, grungy. And I was a little nervous to go last night just because there's such a stigma around yeah. this type of oh, yeah. lifestyle, yep. which I was thinking would be one of the negatives. Like, oh, you just, you're in the lifestyle, you just fuck whoever, you have no boundaries right. and everybody just thinks you're loose, which is kind of this, a similar stigma, stigma yeah. that uh, uh, is because my partner, Taylor, she's bisexual and people are just like, oh, so you just have no boundaries. You yeah. just fuck whoever, either, either gender. Yeah. And it's not true. So. I was a little nervous to go last night because I just didn't know what to expect. But that's also kind of why I wanted to go because I was curious. Right. And um, I had a great time. Like it was, it was, everybody was super respectful. It was really, really fun. Yeah. I had, yeah. <laughs> super well, great it's, time. it's way different. So for me, I went to my first camp out, lifestyle camp out. And then I also went to my first lifestyle house party and, I always tell my wife, I'm like, you got to come because you, everyone has that, uh, not expectation, but that, um, what was stigma, stigma and of, preconceived idea in their head of what it's going to yeah, be like. And you're going to go it's and it's going to be, be this huge orgy. Juices everywhere yep. and nobody's going to be wearing anything. And yep. it's like burning man, but inside. Yep, exactly. <laughs> inside. Yeah. So everyone's just like fucking around. That's what you expect. Yeah. And so it, it, there was a little bit of that there there yeah well granted there always is going to be a little bit of it but it's not yeah. anything like you would think and it depends on what party like house parties you go to but i got my wife to go to a couple of them i said it's not anything like you think mm-hmm. i'm like everyone's very respectful you're yeah. there having a good time and you're meeting hold on one second you're are meeting you leave, are you leaving lexi lexi's got to answer a phone call oh. <laughs> but um yeah so you know, after Lexi was able to go to this house party, she was like, okay, this is fun. Yeah. And it's like, I don't feel pressured into anything. I don't, there wasn't like big, huge orgies everywhere. Yeah. And not saying that that can't happen at a house party. You know, those usually happen later on in the evening if people want to do it, but yeah. it's just, it's like-minded. It's all like-minded people getting together, having healthy, fun conversations. Yeah expressing their themselves their identity right and not feeling judged or uh pushed into things that they don't want to do makes sense and so when you talk about your partner um taylor being bi it doesn't mean that she's going to have sex with anyone anywhere you know because she's into both genders no you have to have that connection you have to have that same energy you have to have that same um like yeah it's about the connection for sure yeah can we pause really quick? I have yeah. to pee too. Yeah, no problem. You can continue singing. You can sing. You can tell <laughs> tell stories. I don't care. Entertain the troops while I pee. It, entertain the troops. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so it's it's kind of a cool little uh, unique situation. Lifestyle is amazing. It's it's not for everyone. I've as I've told people before, um, every anybody that jumps into lifestyle, you have to have a solid marriage. It's about you and your spouse. When I say marriage, it doesn't have to be marriage. You have to have a solid relationship. So whether you're married, whether it's a partner, whether it's someone you love, if you want that dynamic to continue, then you have to be solid with one another first. And if you're not solid, 
then that's going to create problems when you do go out and you try to have fun with these other experiences because it does create a lot of jealousy and then that communication isn't there. And then you end up running into um, broken relationships and fights and whatnot. And not to say that that doesn't happen in you know our relationships. There's always going to be stuff happening. There's going to be fights that happen and come out but you just got to be transparent about it and talk about it and you know be cool with it and not be offended you know because i could be offended about anything if i wanted to but if you choose to not be offended and you try to listen then you're good and that's something that jennifer's been really good about she she helps me turn my mindset around and helps me reset you know there's times i I get upset about something and i'm very difficult to deal with and everyone will say that anybody that you could any of my friends you talk to you say yeah he he's stubborn he's <laughs> a stubborn, stubborn ass <laughs> <laughs> and so i just kind of hold on to that and and you know jennifer comes in and she basically whips me in the shape she'll smack me around and and literally smack me and say shape up like change your attitude how do you how does that attitude shift look like how does it work what do you do uh it's all you know, I, I kind of shut down like the, the fuck it part, just like, fuck it. I don't care. I kind shut of protecting down. your emotions. You, you want to feel rejection. That's exactly what it is. I protect my emotions because I don't want to be hurting. I don't care if someone else is hurting as long as if I'm in that zone, like I love people and I don't want people to hurt. But like if my emotions are being toyed with and I'm hurting, mm-hmm. then I'm just going to be like, and yeah. I shut down, I put up this wall. And so no one has been able to break through that except for my spouse and Jennifer and Jennifer does she's very persistent <laughs> she does not stop and so she'll sit there and she'll talk to me she'll hold me she'll kiss me she'll sit there and talk to me again and I'm just a stubborn ass and then eventually she breaks through to me and I sit there and I'm like it's it's weird because it's it's like a a, a coin flip I go from shut down to all of a sudden it switch and says, you know what? You're right. Why am I doing this? Then I become a very apologetic. And then I sit there and talk about why I, I got to where I did, why I shut so down. Is it, is it just like you're giving voice to your true inner feelings? Yes. You're allowing yourself to feel the rejection. You're allowing yourself to feel the pain. Yes, it is. Hmm. And it's, it's interesting and it's very therapeutic. Just and, letting down pride. Yep. And so I think Jennifer brings what she, so she sees a therapist and I think she brings what she learns from the therapist to me. Well, I know she does. She comes and tells me and says, this is what the therapist says. And um, if you were to ask her, I wish she was here. If you were, and if you ever do it, a a different podcast. An episode with Jennifer. Yeah. Jennifer would would love that. She would be able to tell you the same thing. Like she, she knows that there's been change. Like I've made so much improvement. My wife knows there's been change, which is, I think, another reason why she loves the relationship because mm-hmm. it makes it healthy for all of us. It makes us all, um, to, you know, one big solid family, if you will. Yeah, I will say that I I <laughs> thoroughly enjoy diving into this topic and understanding because it seems like there. I mean, I've you've uncovered a lot of benefits to it that I didn't know before yeah and uh like torn down some of my preconceived ideas because yeah it was always coming at it from a very religious perspective just like yeah these lifestyle people just like 
they're just horny and they just want to fuck yeah. whoever and so they just they're yep. swingers and they have these orgy parties um and it it was just a lack of education so i think that yep. this is great to be talking about this kind of thing that love and happiness can look different yes it doesn't have to be one one size fits all right you know and you're you're right i mean there's that stigma especially coming from religion it's like you you it's almost like you're brainwashed trying to figure out you're like that's not right because that's what you've been taught your whole life yeah and again not saying it's for everybody you know some people you know religions for them and that's there's nothing wrong with that that's their choice that's what makes them happy so you guys are out there doing missionary work trying to get people to <laughs> turn into the lifestyle well jennifer and i are <laughs> <laughs> jennifer and i believe that everybody's you know basically you know Oh, is that it. a belief that you hold for real? Uh, to to an extent, to an extent. I mean, this is the way. I, this is how I justify it. Uh-huh. The percentage of people that are cheating on their spouses. So obviously, they're searching for some other intimate interaction. Yeah. And so, to me, I feel like they want some part involved to be involved with uh, lifestyle. And again, different dynamics. Maybe you know they only want to have a few experiences, or you know they that way they can have that closure and be like, Oh, I had that experience or they want that, have that lesbian experience. There are a lot of women out there that are bi Mm -hmm. and they don't have those experiences because they're taught not to, or they, they feel bad about it. Well, there's such like with, with men and women, there's this uh, feeling of being like threatened from another human being, like having a sexual experience with your partner. There's like this uh, territorial, like this jealousy that comes up for me and especially the emotional connection one. Yeah. That would be hard for me too. Yeah. And to be able to, I don't know. I, I guess I just, if I put the voice to my true feelings, I'm just afraid of being left behind. I'm afraid of being alone. Right. Like I love Taylor so much. Right. And to think of exposing our relationship to the possibility of like her falling in love with somebody else. I mean, you guys are in love with other people. Right. And, I don't, I don't know. I just feel like it would be just, it would be, it would be so painful. It'd be yeah. hard to lose someone that you love. Yeah. Especially coming from a place of, of a broken relationship before and how much pain I went through with that. And yeah, man, I don't know. It's like, like is, I, is it worth risking? Yeah. Know? And I, and I watch you guys and your, your arguments and the drama that exists between you guys. And it feels constant, mm-hmm. but it's also very new. Like you're in a new right thing and so and i'm like god i just i'm too busy for this yeah. like i have too much going on right, but you guys right. just are busy too you got right seven kids between the four of you and yep. jobs and things and yep so we keep know. we keep busy that's for sure but i mean you can see the dynamic between my wife and i you know you can see that there's that love there yeah and then you can sit there and and see that you know there's love between jennifer and i yeah and you see that there's love between steve and lexi it's just you see it yeah but you, you on a different level, you've been around us a lot and you're able to see the whole dynamic. Mm-hmm. It's not like you, you know, you see an hour of us here, right? An hour, you, like you've seen us for hours at a time. <laughs> yeah. And so you, you see a lot of it. But he also gets the backstory from Jennifer. So yeah. you know a lot more than a lot of people. Right. You have, yeah. Jennifer fills you in on a lot of it. And so, yeah, it, it is. Yeah, for those it can the, be exhausting for the, for the audience. I know Jennifer. Yeah, I'm. <laughs> I don't want to expose like our, our relationship. Yeah, just so that we can kind of protect her privacy and stuff. Right. If she wants to to talk about it at some point in the future, that'd be great. I would actually really love that. But yeah, yeah so I do know, and that's how I met you. Was yeah, through her. Yeah, 
And so, it, I mean, yeah, it can be tiresome, but when you find something you love, it's worth fighting for. Mm-hmm. Something that you're passionate about, it's worth fighting for. And as I've told you, you know, while we've gone, had opportunity to go out to these clubs and hang out and, and chat, I've been able to express myself with you and say, hey, things have changed dramatically like we've made a lot of improvements and to you you sit there you're like oh my gosh there's all this happening but Mm -hmm. there are more good than there are bad and i oh yeah like when you were telling me about that blowout that you and steve had yeah yeah Yeah. you know it happens and um the club i tell you the club's my worst enemy like yeah yeah it's not really your scene now because you're not anymore you're not well i guess you're not in the like the dating vibe of the of the lifestyle that's exactly what it is so when when it was just my wife and i it's like we could go to the clubs we had a good time we'd meet people and there would be no commitment right Mm -hmm. it's just we knew that we're going back home with each other yeah and we weren't worried about it and i loved going to clubs i love having that fun i love going to house parties and then um then i got in this quad relationship this polyamorous relationship and it's like i don't really care to go there anymore because i'm with people that I love and love spending time with them. I'd rather stay home and play a board game. I'd rather go on a hike. I'd yeah. rather go down. Uh, we went to park city. We stayed a couple nights at park city and we did, uh, with, yeah, we did that with the kids and we did the nice. Alpine slide and we we do all kinds of activities. We go to movies together. We go camping together. Like <laughs> it's pretty cool. Like, yeah. It's like, why do I want to go like a party all the time? Yeah. Do this when I have people I'm surrounded with by that. I mm-hmm. love. And, the best thing is, is like we, we call it like sister wife too. Um, and husband brothers. Yeah. Husband brothers. Yeah. <laughs> like brother husbands. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but my wife has gone to pick up her kids, you know, when she was at a doctor's appointment and she couldn't get there. And it's just like, and it, it it's, it's not, I mean, yeah. Can you find someone else to do that? But it's, it's like, like she volunteers a... like, Oh, I'll, I'll help you. Out. I'll go do this. And so yeah. she takes care of their responsibilities and they take care of our responsibilities. Yeah. There's a lot of other little mini uh, benefits. You can see that we had to go to a work party and they took our kids to their sporting games and watched them and like cheer them on. And our kids loved it because they weren't by themselves and they still had somebody taking care of them. I've also seen you guys like be able to, and you, you've kind of touched on this, Sean, but like you're able to teach each other things that your that your spouse, because you know how, when you're in a relationship, when it's just the two of you, and you're like fighting and fighting and fighting and then you finally go to therapy and the therapy says the exact same thing that you said to your partner and then they get it. Yep. It's like, why the fuck couldn't you understand that when I said it to you? That's so what when I you're say a, all When you're the in time. a quad, it's like, okay, she, what she's trying to say is this, like you can kind of always help each other. Oh. There's more brains to go around. And I have sat with Jennifer <laughs> and Steve and they're fighting and I am the mediator, is that what they're called? Yeah. And I will say, yeah, yeah. Steve, you're freaking out. You need to like chill out. And then Jennifer will get to say, and then they'll talk, and I'm just like in the middle of it, and I make I I explain to them what they mean they're meaning to say, and then it doesn't blow up, and it's it's kind of cool to be that person for them, and they they like listen to me <laughs> and they trust me and they I don't know it's cool yeah like you're probably like Jennifer can you please tell Sean what yes. I'm trying to say I've done can you that please before, explain to him and yeah. it is amazing that I don't know I I feel like in the beginning I was kind of like what the hell like why can't you listen to me I literally said the same thing that she just told you and now I'm like go talk to Jennifer she already knows like she'll explain it to you and you'll listen and then we can move on 
So yeah, so Evan, you nailed it right on the head there. Like Lexi will tell me the same thing over and over and over, but it's just like I'm tuning you out. You know, I mean, I love you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I love you, but it's like, I, it is, it is mean. It is mean. Well, it's just kind but, of like a, it's like a second witness. It's a, yeah, it's like to, a person just like who Joseph can, Smith. And no, it's, yeah. <laughs> well, it's a person who can. Uh, it's validating. Yeah, it makes it, me not the crazy person because she's also seeing it. So yeah. then Sean's like, okay, I did fuck up. If both of them are seeing it, right? Yeah, yeah. I, I totally understand that. I can see that being a massive benefit. So Sean was just telling me that um, he he thinks that, so we were just joking, like, do you, do, do, is there like missionaries in the lifestyle who like go out and try to recruit and like. Yeah, Sean and Jennifer. Right. But do you, so <laughs> do you think that it's for everybody? No. <laughs> like, um, you have to have a very, very strong relationship with your spouse or partner to jump into this Mm -hmm. because if you are already having issues and jealousy or anything with your relationship it is just going to rip you to pieces Hmm. if you don't have that trust and commitment and that bond we've seen it happen before where the people think it's going to fix it if we get in it it's like having a baby to fix your relationship it'll make us stronger it'll be a bond but we've had friends some of our close friends get in it and we told them, we said, this is not for you guys. You guys not being rude, but you guys are not strong enough. You guys are not committed to each other. You already have trust issues. I don't recommend it. So you have to be in a good place. And they Not only with in. your partner, but with yourself. Yes. You also have to be very confident in yourself and your relationship. They jumped in and now they're divorced. It's only uh. been a year and they just... They were already on the rocks, and they this was a fixer, and we tried to explain to them. Why don't you guys all just, like, marry each other? Like, you like you get married to Jennifer and also Steve. Like a, like when a we were in way. Vegas, we actually went to a chapel, and we tried to, <laughs> we and tried it was closed. To. So this next trip, we're going out. We'll see what we can make Steve happen. Steve is not on board. <laughs> He's on board. <laughs> <laughs> were you just talking about our ex-best friends? Yeah. He just yeah. asked. Mm. Is it for everybody? Yeah, it it can be, but no, no it's not for everyone. Yeah, I mean it, it it is depending on the the interaction with. Uh, Are you leaving, Jen or uh, Lexi? Yes, and then we'll pick up our kids. Okay. Well, it's great to have you on. Thank you. Thank you. Do you want to say goodbye? Goodbye, everybody. Hopefully, you enjoyed our story. <laughs> Don't judge us. Only love. <laughs> Love only. Only. Yeah. Uh, you know, as she was saying, we had some friends, really close friends, and yeah. that all fell apart mm-hmm. between us, and they all fell apart. And we don't wish that upon anybody. It, it's sad. It's hard to see, but you, you try to warn them. Mm-hmm. But uh, I feel that intimacy can get in the way of true connections and, and love. And so... They they want they both wanted intimate interactions, mm. but they were not on a healthy relationship. Their relationship they would each come to us individually and talk to us and say horrible things about their spouses and and that's not what you want. That's not what you want to hear. You know that your relationship's not good if you're going to talk trash about your own spouse. Totally. And so, it, 
it's sad, but you you do see it in the lifestyle quite frequently. Mm-hmm. I mean, it does happen. And so for us, whenever Lexi and I went out, you know, we were very cautious. You know, people think that we go out and have sex with everybody, but that's not how it goes. Like for us, some people's like, let's have sex, let's do sex. And it's like, I'm sure there's that dynamic that exists mm-hmm. inside the lifestyle yep, for sure. Yep. And it's like, you don't want to be, um, mixed up with that if you're, if you got a healthy relationship. And so we would always search for people that had the same kind of, um, choices, not choices, say, yeah, same type of choices, preference as us. Mm -hmm. And we'd have them over for games because that's a a great interaction, great way to talk. People that were looking for the same type of dynamic as you. Yep, exactly. Yeah. Like, okay. Like you're obviously just trying to fuck my wife. Like you don't care about it. Oh yeah. And I see that you can, you can totally read people like that. And, and I, I shut it down quick. And yeah. my wife, you're knew. pretty good judge of character. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. And so my wife knew she'd sit there and she's like, okay. And 100% like, okay, I won't go near him. You know, is there a, an agreement between the four of you now where if one of you wants to shut it down, you have to, um, between the four of us. Yeah. Um, it's more of yes, yes and no. So my agreement is if I'm not on good terms with Lexi, then I'm not doing anything with Jennifer. And if they're not on good terms, they're not doing stuff with us. And we, and I'll enforce it too. You know, mm-hmm. if, if, um, you're kind of the Papa bear of the group. Yeah. I would, <laughs> I would say, I would say just cause and I like, like the mother nurturer. <laughs> yes, exactly. So, so Steven, Steven, Jennifer, you know, if I feel like their vibes not right, I'll, I'll shut it down. And whether it is or isn't, I'll let them know and say, Hey, I just feel like you guys need to figure out, but Steve also, he needs his um, Jennifer time. Yeah. And so sure. he he will request that. So there will be like a week where he's like, I just need my Jennifer time. He he describes it as a scale. So he's got Jennifer here and he's got Lexi here. Jennifer, his wife. Jennifer is the wife. Yeah. And Lexi Lexi's his girlfriend. The, the girlfriend, my wife. Yeah. And so the, the scale that I'm having out here is you got, you got a level scale. So right now it's it's cool for all of us to hang out and kind of chat and whatever. Right. And as soon as the Jennifer scale is up higher and Lexi scales lower, that's when Steve feels comfortable getting intimate with my wife. Oh, gotcha. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah. And if that starts to go past Jennifer's scale, then he's like, I need Jennifer time. I need my wife's time. I, I got to back out. So it's, he wants his, uh, I guess, the scale with his wife yeah. to always be higher? Yes. He wants it always gotcha. to be validated and, and in a sense. And that's how that was like his best way of describing it. Mm-hmm. And it made sense to, you know, us because he, he he's had a hard time trying to explain. Is that how it is for you too? Do you want need that scale? No. I'm I just need to know as long as I know my wife loves me and we're committed and we're good, mm-hmm. then I don't I don't have that worry. Um, I, there'll be one time, uh, no, not one time. There's been, man, you got a lot of emotional strength. (laughs) I will just say, thank you. Thank you. There's been a couple of times where I was like, I just need you for, for a minute, just a, just a validation. But I, it's not like a day or a week. It's just like, come hold me real quick. Yeah. Just a reassurance type of situation. Mm -hmm. But yeah, other than that, it's like, I'm good. And if there's, if there's any restriction, like if, Steve wants to restrict stuff, then it makes me want to restrict. It's like, well, if you're not going to let me oh, yeah. be with your wife, then <laughs> why am the I going to let you be with comes. Yeah, yeah. And it's it's not trying to like shove it in, in the face. It's just saying, you know, I'm not. if you're not comfortable with me, you don't trust me, then I'm not 
comfortable with my wife being with you type of situation. Mm-hmm. So you all got to be on the same level. And um, that's where you got to have that transparency and that open conversations. And do you ever have, do you ever get alone time? <laughs> just you? Just me. Like, just you for you. Yeah, I do. So like yesterday at the club, I went out and had my own time. You know, I left the club, sat outside for about 15, 20 minutes, just kind of thinking. And, and it wasn't like there was anything that went down or, you know, I was upset. It's just, I needed a breather, you mm-hmm. know, and then I come back and I'm good. And then I went out and got pizza and came back and, yeah. you know, it was good. Oh yeah, that's right. I forgot. Yeah. So, I mean, I know that we said that you don't have any like goal or, mm-hmm. or direction, but are, do you have wants, desires for this long term? Yes. Uh, I've talked to Jennifer about this. I've talked, actually I've talked to all of them about it. And at this point, I think, I believe all of us are on the same page. Like we don't want this to end mm-hmm. um, with relationships though. They, they can get old if you're not spicing things up Yeah, and you know, people change Yeah, as sad as it is or as good as it is, people change. Yeah. Okay. Well, both it can be sad and good at yeah. the same time. Yep. And so right now at this moment, we're all committed and we're hoping that this is long term. and you know, we joke around getting a house together, but, Ultimately, in the back of my mind, me personally, I think it would be a hell of a great idea. I would love to rent out my house or sell it and go buy a bigger property and invest on a larger house for to accommodate for yeah, all of us. Combine your money and just yeah, exactly. Yeah, wow. And live live the dream, man. That's so crazy. Like thinking about just a family of four intimate people living together with all their kids and yeah. Yeah, a lot of people do this too. You know, without kids, it's easier for them because they don't have to juggle that part of it. But there's right. a lot of people that are in it that do have kids, and they have to get babysitters, or they have to, yeah. you know, make sure that their kids are old enough to be able to take care of themselves. Type of situation. Do your kids ever have questions or like, what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so it's funny because for me. I'm, I'm open. I wouldn't have a problem telling the kids, but at the same time, there's a time and a place, you know, cause all thing. your kids are pretty young. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. How old's your oldest? So my oldest is 13. Okay. And, and you have four. Yeah. My youngest is six. And so okay. you got two year gap, but how, how much does your 13 year old know? Honestly, he's the one that probably seems like he doesn't really know a whole lot. He's not really too involved. He's not in tune with it. Like it's, he's more into the, the cars and sports mm-hmm. and some video games and whatnot. And so um, he knows that, you know, we're really good friends. We hang out all the time. I don't know if he knows that there's much more than that. Are you guys, Jennifer told me that you guys are kind of pretty vanilla around each other's kids around, around when the kids are around, you're yeah. more like vanilla. Yeah, we are. Well, hundred percent we are, but we still have that, you know, I'll walk by and spank Jennifer's butt or, <laughs> or wrap my arms around her, give her a hug or, give her a kiss but like um so i mean we still have that kind of it's kind of fun i guess it's like an openness that you have with each other but it's like how do you balance the openness with your children right and so you just kind of you you just watch and pay attention to what's going on around you but um i don't think my oldest really knows a whole lot the next one the second oldest he's he's seen a few things and he's questioned my youngest has questioned yeah multiple times and she's like why are you kissing her? You can't kiss her. You love mom. And I sit there and I say, yeah, I do love mom, but I also love Jennifer too. Mm, And I would say, is that okay? And she's like, 
That's she so sits cool. there and you see the wheels turning. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. You know? And so I'd say two of my that's kids. That's actually kind of beautiful. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's it's great. And I, I'm excited about it. But again, I don't sit there and tell all my kids. I think two of my kids are kind of catching on a little bit. And I talk to them. Um, and then two of my kids kind of just like oblivious to it. And then same with yeah. Jennifer and Steve. They have their three kids. And um, two of them have you know, seeing a few things here and there. And one of them is just kind of completely oblivious. How close are you with Jennifer's kids? Uh, I feel like I, two of them, I feel like I'm really pretty close with. How I, do you, how do you view yourself in their, in their life? Like what, what kind of a role exists in your head for I, yourself? I tease that. the youngest one, you know, I'm, I'm a father. He'll sit there and be like, dad. And I'm like, what? <laughs> so it's like, I tease him. So I have, I have a but really it, good, but he's talking to Steve <laughs> and you're like, yeah. yes, yes, son. Yes, son. <laughs> well, so, bro, we should go do a family photo shoot. You and Jennifer and her kids. <laughs> oh dude, it'd be awesome. <laughs> or all of you. Like, yeah, let's all do oh, Dude. I would love that. I, I was actually talking to Jennifer about, it. I said, it'd seriously be awesome to have just all of us together. Like even do, I don't know, just kind of change it up and have, mm-hmm. you know, different pictures, but so I, you're kind of just like ready to go. Like, are you ready to do this shit? And then, yeah. and you're, is it frustrating for you to have to wait and go a little slower than you'd like? Uh, I would be lying if I said it wasn't. Mm-hmm. Um, I would say for the most part, I'm very chill and easy going about that because I understand where everyone else is at. And so it's, just, it's just such a new concept. Like, just for me to like wrap my head around this yeah is challenging like to know what kind of questions to even ask you and like what's oh there's so much yeah there's so much i mean we could do podcasts about this for you know years we can talk everything's different every day there's something different Mm -hmm. um but yeah it's just like I, i don't know i i i love it and it's like i'm i'm pretty easy going like i'm ready to dive in because my whole life until got out of the church, I was suppressing things. Yeah. And I was like, this is what I'm supposed to do. And so I feel like I finally have this freedom. I'm finally being able to be who I really am. Yeah. I can and I explore that. It does appear liberating. Yes. Especially like sexually. Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of liberation in it. And you know, I never drank and now it's like, I'm curious. I'll, I'll try, I'll try things. I don't like alcohol. I'll, I'll prefer water all day long, uh-huh. but it's like, there's a drink every once in a while and I'll try it out. And if I like it, it's like, oh, I'll drink it. But yeah. like, I'm able to experience things on a level that I'm comfortable and be able I to try things out. I, I've noticed that there is more drama when alcohol is involved. Oh, yeah. Like when, when everybody's just sober and we're hanging out playing games, like it's pretty cool. There's yes. like a little bit of maybe some competition between you and Steve, but it's pretty playful. Right. But once, like as we've gone out to these clubs and gone dancing with you guys, I... I do notice a lot more drama and just like hurt feelings and, and crossing boundaries a little bit when alcohol is involved. Yes. And I, I don't know. I, uh, I've been going to therapy. Taylor and I are in couples therapy right now. We have been for the past year ish more than that. And our latest has been uh, our latest few sessions have been about my alcohol use. Okay. And it's, yeah, it's a challenge. Yeah. I don't, I mean, I like alcohol. I just started taking Adderall not too long ago for my ADHD. Uh-huh. And I've been trying to find the balance of those, that combination. Like right. When it's, when it's not good for me to have a drink. Right. But I want to because it's new for me. Like I just left the church two and a half years ago. So alcohol is new and it's exciting and it's fun. Right. And I want to experience with it and, and find the balance of where it's 
beneficial because I think that it can be. Yes. It has very much been beneficial for me to process my emotions. Right. Like uh, me and Steve, we're, I, I identify with him a lot and that the just processing emotions is hard and I have a hard time expressing them sometimes. And alcohol really helps me to, to process and to talk about them openly. Right. And so, but my girlfriend Taylor, she's like, it's making you irritable. Right. Make, the next day, you're very irritable. You're in a bad mood. It's <laughs> it, it's hard for you to like regulate your mood, especially when it, you've been taking Adderall. Right. And you're new to that. Like, why not just do one substance and then go and, and just find your balance with your medication, and then you can. And so, yeah, it's it's hard, and I've and I've seen it cause a lot of or bring up a lot of extra conversations that are difficult in your guys's dynamic as yeah. well. That's very true. Um, so, as you know, in in the in the quad what we call ourselves yeah. right um i am one that i don't care for the alcohol i don't and the three of them they enjoy it number one it's you know for lexi and steve it it relaxes them it lets them kind of be able to open up and be who they are um and what or who they want to be right and um jennifer she she likes to take it because then she's just like loose and loose. wild yeah and so <laughs> when that happens it's like uh, it does create problems. If they have a good, happy balance, then it, it gets them, you know, where they're on their fun side and whatever. But most cases, then m- most often than not, they have too much. Oh, yeah. And that's where it becomes a problem because they're... <laughs> Universally. That's always yes, the problem. Yes, oh, 100%. Yeah. And so for me, it's like I know my limit. And so if I want to have a drink, if I want to taste something, I know how far I can go and I can still be good and feel good without being off the wall. And so I feel like these, we're all new to it, right? Yeah. We've all left the church recently. Well, I've been out of church, but we've all started alcohol recently. And you had, you just barely started drinking not that long ago. Yeah. So my, my first drink was, what was it? About four years ago, I think. Oh, wow. And it's like, and I probably have had, I could probably count, you know, I was gonna say, it's, I was gonna say on my hands and toes, but it's been a little bit more than that. But I've throughout these, the years, I've probably had less than a hundred drinks. Oh wow! So I I really don't it's drink thing. a lot. I drink a little bit more than I, now I'm in this quad because Jennifer <laughs> likes to push it on me because she likes to see me. Oh yeah, because it it calms me down. Like I'm OCD, um, but they they also like to get on Adderall and. It's just it's the a fucking combination of, of the devil, oh, man. Oh yeah, it, <laughs> dude, it's crazy. Yeah, and so they and so I've talked to Jennifer about it, and she she likes to do it, but at the same time she knows I hate it, mm-hmm. and so she's kind of stuck in a hard spot on that, and so she's trying to figure out a balance for that. Yeah, but when she does that, it's like she's all over all the guys, like she's making out with everyone, she's grabbing everyone's penises, and yeah, <laughs> you know, doing all this stuff, and it's like. And I'm, and I, we had this conversation on, uh, Saturday, yesterday. Oh, wait, today's Saturday. Today's, oh. today's Sunday. Oh, today's Sunday. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah so, sorry. So, yeah. So on Saturday after we went to the first club, um, I had a conversation with her. I said, I'm not bothered about it, but she feels so guilty about it that she tells me these white lies. And, mm-hmm. and so I said, I'm like, I seen you do it. You know, it's fine. I'm letting you know it's fine. Just don't lie to me and or just yeah don't lie and also just like don't 
overdo it. Yeah. Don't overdo it. Like know yourself. Yeah, exactly. You know, and, and the thing is, is it scares me because what she does with a guy is fun for her and that's great. But that guy sits there and he's thinking other things like, Oh, she wants me. She's uh, into me. And so it's it the wrong signal, wrong signal. Exactly. Yeah. And so you run into those, uh, different issues and that's where, that's where Jennifer and I, you know, we have, we've had a lot of conversations and mm-hmm. we're making improvements in that. And she's come a long way. And, um, I, I love that she's out there having fun. I love that she's out there interacting with guys and stuff, but mm-hmm. I, I just don't want her to send the wrong vibe to these guys and end up being in some pickle or some trouble. Place. I wonder if, if, uh, like your direction, the, your, your desire from this is to be very committed to your wife and to your girlfriend. Yes. I wonder if, like you, you, you say she's sending the wrong signals. I wonder if for her it's it doesn't, if it isn't that. Like it I de- wonder if she thinks that it's. If, I wonder if that's what she wants. Is what I'm trying to say. Oh no, hundred percent. So she loves doing that. She loves being flirtatious and loves that interaction, one hundred percent. And she doesn't see it the way I see it. She doesn't see that as uh, being flirty, where it's drawing a guy's. You know, giving the guy the wrong impression. Oh, but, she doesn't but, see it like that. But you gotta, think like, you gotta think like a guy. Yes, you know? and like, that's. Do you have to grab his dick? Yeah, like just grab his ear. Yeah, or grab his arm. Yeah, and hold. Why on do you him. gotta grab his dick? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> She's and, like, I'm not trying to sleep with him. Then why are you grabbing his penis? Exactly, exactly. <laughs> and so it's. It, and here's the thing: you can do it with your your friends. So you you seen me kiss a few girls at the clubs. I actually but, have. I, I don't think I actually really have. Oh, you didn't see me. I. Oh, I thought you had. I mean, I've seen so many people kiss so many people. I, it's okay. hard to remember if you've kissed more than just Jennifer and Lexi. And Lexi, yeah. Well, f- Friday night, well, both nights actually, I, I kiss girls. But they're girls that know my boundaries. They know me. And we've had relationships in the past, like a, you know, kind of a, a friendship connection. And it's nothing more than a friendship. So how do you keep the, how do you uh, let them know that that's your... When you're kissing them, how do you keep them from wanting something more, sending the wrong signal? It's easier, to, at least for me, I feel like it's easier for girls to not push. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they know. And girls that are pushy, I'm I'm distant with. I, do, I, uh, I don't let that happen. There's girls that I trust that I know it's just a friendly kiss. It's good seeing you. It's fun. And yeah. that's it. Right? I think from my perspective, it seems like you're just more clear on what you want than... Yes than some of the other people in the quad do. And there's, again, and the way I, we work around it is they're new. You know, they've been, they started, I think, January was kind of their first thing. Um, she, first of all, Jennifer, you know, hot wifed. And that's how she What's got that? it. So hot wife is where she goes and has an experience with the guy and the husband. So in oh, this yeah. case, Steve watches it. Like, it, it's exciting for him. Oh, so oh, he's, it's almost like, here, take take my wife. Have fun with her. Oh, kind of like what you were did, doing. What, what I did back in the day. With yeah, Lexi. Yeah, uh huh. Just watches like on a camera or something. Yep, yep. Gotcha. And so that that was the dynamic. And so they're they're new. And so mm-hmm. there's so for me, it's like I understand that, and my wife understands that. So we're more patient. So when I coming back, circling back to, it's got you're saying it's got to be hard. Mm-hmm. Um, there's times where it's like, oh, we're understanding. It's easy. You know, we're, we're good. Hold that microphone a little closer. Oh, sorry. It's okay. Oh, I'm, pu- I'm pulling away because I'm talking with my hands. Yeah, no, it's totally fine. <laughs> but yeah, so like there's times where we, where, where it's easy, where I'm having, um, you know, I'm having a, uh, where I lost my train of thought now. Sorry. It was my fault. <laughs> no, you're good. So with, 
the challenge that you're talking about the challenges and the clarity on how everybody knows how you know what you want. Some people don't. Right. And so with that, it's just like, I can sit there and kind of navigate. I can control my situation, mm-hmm. but I can't control Jennifer's situation. And so gotcha. when she's doing stuff and, um, with guys, I sit there and I see these guys and I, they're, they're hungry, you know, yeah. they're, they're wanting action. And I'm like, Jennifer, you can't do that with everyone. Because, You're just trying to protect her. Yeah, exactly. And that's yeah. all it is. It's like, I don't care that she's out there flirting with guys and have a good time because that's what this lifestyle is. And, you know, despite the fact that we're in a committed, you know, uh, exclusive relationship doesn't mean that they can't do stuff with other people. But we do try to talk and kind of come in agreement to what everyone's on board with. And so we've already, uh, ju- we've already agreed to going out to clubs and, having those interactions there's certain people that jennifer's like i don't want you near this girl because she has some jealousy with this particular girl even though there's nothing there yeah and so out of respect i'm like okay that's fine and vice versa with with guys that she hangs out with because they've had yeah. uh, intimate past or whatnot oh gotcha and so, so all that. how how would you describe how would you define exclusive so exclusive is is I mean, it is what it is, It's, but we use it in a way where everyone knows that we're together. Like we tell it, like, this is my girlfriend. This is my boyfriend. This is so-and-so. Yeah. And so our term for exclusive is we're together. We do everything together. We come together. But at the same time, we have our own rules, like kind of, um, I can't even think of the term. Sorry, I'm losing my mind on, on the term, but basically... You know, we're, we're cool with this happening, but if it goes past this, then we need to talk or because yeah, Typically the, the, the way I, and I don't know, I thought that the world <laughs> described, I mean, forgive my ignorance, but like when I think of an exclusive relationship, I think of monogamy, I right. think of like I don't want my girlfriend kissing other dudes, flirting with other dudes, grabbing other dudes' penises. Right. Even when we go out. Right. Um, but it it sounds like that's not your you're, definition. No, you're correct. That's it. That is what exclusivity is. But we don't. I guess we don't really have a definition for what we are. So we kind of take the term exclusive and kind of uh, there's. I can't even think of the term that I want to use for it's it, like, but loosen it up loosen it up relax the grip yeah yeah Yeah. so you have to let people be free you can't control people right that's like the the i have control issues (laughs) (laughs) and so i'm wanting like that that's why with certain substances like weed for example i have this control issue in in my mind where i want to feel like i'm in control of my behavior of my thoughts of the way that i look to other people i care a lot what other people think of me right and so when i smoke weed i feel like i start to lose that right ability and that freaks me out i get really paranoid and i get really afraid but only with like certain types of weed Uh like sativa okay and uh it's kind of that way in relationship like if i feel like my partner is going to be like I don't have control of their behavior, which sounds terrible. Right. Me saying it out loud. Right. I, I get scared. Right. Because you want to be able to have control and know that 
she's not going anywhere or I mean I don't want to have control I don't right. want to want to have control I guess right. I want to be able to relax that into and, and to just learn to trust and to be okay right um, and I don't think that I want to control their behavior or ha- have the control over them I just want to understand right their behavior and understand because it sometimes sounds like what you're saying you want to have an understanding with your girlfriend Jennifer Right. And then she'll tell you, yes, I want to be exclusive with you. But then when she drinks in excess and then goes out and does all this other shit, you're like, why are you telling me something and then doing another? And that's what, at the very beginning, one of our biggest arguments and, and fights was, is because my understanding of what she wanted and then seeing her doing the opposite. Yeah. And so my brain's like that's not what you told me. And now I feel like you're, and if this is the main thing that is necessary in the lifestyle is trust. Right. And if I don't have that, right. Then what do we have? Yeah. This is like your, your behavior. We we depend on your behavior to be trustworthy inside of this dynamic. And if you're not, then it's going to fuck everything. It's going to fuck all of us. Yep. And that's a hundred percent true. And so that's, that's where most of my anger comes from Mm. in, in this. Like, uh, it's just, it's lack of understanding of what their expectations or wants are. It makes a lot of sense. And so for me, that's where it's hard. And then as far as the control, it's like, ultimately my wife, Lexi can do whatever she wants. That's she's her own individual. Mm-hmm. We've been married 17 years. She can still do whatever she wants, but out of respect because of love, she will choose to kind of do things to make sure that I'm happy and vice versa. I, I, in my own individual, I can do whatever I want, but out of, so you guys really have that foundation. Yes. And, and the, the thing, the foundation with you and Jennifer is new. We're building building. that. Yeah. Yeah. What was that sound? Oh, Amazon just delivered a package. Yeah. Amazon delivered a package. So it's probably more, it probably a hundred percent. It's a board game. So hot wifing it. Sorry to go back a little bit. Hot wifing. I thought that hot wife was like a website or like an app or something hotwife.com where you can go find hey they may they may have (laughs) having search it up right now i'm sure they do are there apps for this lifestyle uh i guess bumble but is that there's lifestyle lifestyle apps um some of them are better than others and also depends on where you're at um Mm. utah has one that they started and it's uh it's called swingular we actually know the founders of it what is it called swingular Swingular? Yep. Huh. Swingular.com. And so that's a Utah-founded um, website. And, uh, you know, I have friends that were part of that, that founded that thing. Um, that's cool. I don't know if it's gone past outside of Utah. I feel like it probably has. But there's definitely apps. Um, there's my there's my board game. There's the game. I don't, I don't know which one that is. It's like is Christmas. That, um, <laughs> so Utah being like the hub... I mean, I, I, I have to draw the connection of Mormonism and the lifestyle. Oh, yeah. is, is, are most of the people in the lifestyle ex-Mormon or currently Mormon or like Jack Mormon? I don't know what you want to call I, it. I would say yes. Um, everyone we've talked to has had similar experiences to us as far as leaving the church and whatnot. And I feel like the main reason is the drive behind Mormonism. You're not allowed to have sex before marriage. You're not supposed to have sex with anybody except for your spouse. And you have all these curiosities. I mean, as humans, we're intimate people. We like the connection. We like the energy. And so for us to sit there and say, wait, I can only be with one person. 
you're you're passing up all these other temptations if you will um to try to do god's will and return with god and i've learned to turn all that off for me and she's still working on it but like i'm sitting there i'm like we're here on this earth to you know enjoy life like enjoy it and just simply experience it yeah experience it and it doesn't mean i'm gonna go out and go fuck every woman and do whatever i want and use women however i want no i have 100 percent respect for women and and men in general it's everyone in general right yeah um and so if i don't have a connection with somebody i'm not gonna sit there and be like oh i'm gonna fuck you no it's not like that it's like Mm. it's a very respectful way of doing things and if i vibe with someone and they vibe with me and we have a discussion and we want to go and have this experience let's go have this experience and so i see it as um it 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 be natural it's normal and you know i feel like religion and the government and all those things that come into play and sit there and try to force you into having one partner is they want control yeah and I don't think it's a bad thing to have these intimate interactions. It, again, it, I don't think it should be open to go and have sex with whomever, whatever, whenever you want. Yeah. If they're not into it. So. Right. Do you ever see yourself having another girlfriend? Adding another? That's funny. Like you a, ask that. What would you call it? What's a, not a quad, but a. A six tablet or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So, so that's funny that you bring that up because we've talked about it. Um, are we looking right now? No. Right. right. <laughs> Definitely not right now. You know, we have to build our foundation first. Um, but we, I've talked to Jennifer about it. I'm pretty sure I've talked to you about it. But um, <laughs> Lexi's like, what? She's like, wait, what? <laughs> Welcome back, by the way, Lexi. <laughs> Lexi's back. <laughs> okay. Um. At this point, I don't. I I would never look for like another couple. I feel like that would be very dramatic. Mm-hmm. Um, even even just talking about having another experience with somebody is like a touchy subject right now. Like that, I don't know. I haven't even put thought into it because it. I feel like it sounds very exhausting at this point, um, and I don't think everybody would be okay with it. Um, yeah it does it does sound exhausting yeah and i feel like that gets tricky when there's six four is already hard six sounds like not a good time for me well it kind of goes back to um what you were saying earlier sean like you have to like you guys have this 17 year foundation of of trust and understanding where you're not controlling each other's behavior you understand each other's behavior um and and so you're just building that with the with jennifer and steve right and so yeah i guess maybe 17 years down the road you'll find yourself like with this awesome um foundation with them right what's 17 times two with uh 34 so it'll be 34 years married with the two of you and maybe you'll be like yeah let's do let's do this again like let's so have another one so yeah it's funny that you said so to me i'm not close-minded about it and i've talked to jennifer and uh, I, I swear I've talked to you about it, but maybe I haven't, I don't know for sure. But I, I sit there, I'm like, if it, if it came, cause Jennifer worries that I'm going to get bored of her mm-hmm. and I want to find somebody else. And it's, I'm like, well, I'm not bored of Lexi. I was like, I still love her. We have a great time. 
I, you know, I'm not going to be bored of you, but are we seeking it out? No, we weren't even seeking out a couple. It just happens. But yeah. we've talked about, you know, if by chance another couple came across and we all just vibed really well, the energy was really good. Why not? But then again, with what Lexi said, adding another two to an already complicated, you know, dynamic de- relationship. If you were to do that without the foundation, it's like the same thing. It's like if we weren't on the same page, the four of us wouldn't work. Yeah. So if the four of us aren't on the same page, then why is six going to work? Right. Yeah. So totally. it, you all have to be on the same page. And right now it, to say, would we be looking for something like that? No, no, hell no. Hell no. It's, we're, we're not ready for that. And, um, you're not ready for it, but you're open to it. Oh, like if the right couple came along me personally, I'm open to it. Yeah. Said, we don't have any goals. There's no goals. We're just yeah. living our lives. Yeah. If it happens, it happens. Yeah. I'm I think, not. I think when you were gone, we had talked about, um, goals and direction, but I'll, uh, and how there isn't really any, which I think is kind of cool and good. Yeah. But I was asking Sean his wants and desires f- for the future. Uh, and he was just talking about like, yeah, I, I mean, I, I do want to buy a house <laughs> for all of us. And so, yeah, I think it's cool to, to find the balance of, of being open and, uh, you know, goals, I suppose aren't bad, but yeah, just staying open. I don't want to be restricted. I don't want to be like, we have to do this in order to get to that goal that we're shooting for. Mm-hmm. I just want to be happy in whatever we do. Yeah. Right. I feel like all four of us are on that same page where we don't want to be restricted. Like we've already talked about, it's like, well, what if we do this? We've come up with some restrictions and then we all sit there and say, we don't want to be restricted. Like, so for example, when um, Steve wants a break or something like that, we'll say, well, let's take a break for two weeks we've had that discussion and we all sit there and talk about it. And we're like, we don't want to force two weeks. Like what if we're good after two days? Like, why do we want to put restrictions on what we're feeling? We want to have the energy and go with it. No. Then they say, they, they say they need a break. And then literally like an hour later, they're like, but that doesn't mean we're not going to hang out. Like we're still going to see you every day. So we're just like, this is not a break. Like it's somebody had a freak out and, like, what do you actually need? Do you actually want a, a break? Are you just tired of this? Do you need some alone time? Like, that's what I keep thinking. Like, maybe people just need alone time. Like, what what about the relationship that you have with yourself? That's Sean took a break for a little bit, but he had kind of a, a, a frustration the other week. He felt like he was um, causing problems with Steve. Not causing problems, but like overstepping a little bit. And so he kind of pulled, Sean kind of pulled back. And he's like, I want a break. And I went and I talked to him and I was like, I was kind of rude. I was like, I don't know why you say that. You just want to feel in control and be and say, I want a break. I'm, I'm in control. I can do this. I can say that I'm going to pull away. And I just looked at him and I was like, you don't want a break. You're being stupid. Number one, number two, there's no way we could not be around them for two weeks. Like we literally, our lives are entangled. We have sports together. Our kids are in the same class. We do high together. Yeah. Like, there's no way this is ever going to work out. You're being retarded. Stop. <laughs> it feels like, um, like Sean and Steve, you guys have to like really work. Like, it's we've talked about that because you guys got to really Jennifer, love each other and spend time together and go hang out and have guys trips and do your thing and work on your relationship too, not just 
that's why I was wondering if like being bisexual would be better or easier yeah. because then you would actually want to spend time and like you would miss Steve and be like, I need my Steve time. Yeah. And I want to. Yeah. <laughs> oh no. And that's why I, I agree with you. And that's why we've, we've gone out and I've told Jennifer, I said, I need to go out with your husband so that we can connect so yeah. we can be on the same page because if I'm doing something with Jennifer, I, I don't want to sit there in the back of my mind and be like, well, Steve, okay with this? You know, I know Lexi's good because I've talked to her and Jennifer knows Steve's good because she talked to him. Yeah. And so I say the four of us, we need to be talking together and be on the same page because I don't want to cross any boundaries Right. because I'm, I'm one of those people. It's like, I care about people's feelings. Like I care how you feel. Like when we went to the club, I, I checked in on you guys, you yeah. guys, you guys are brand new and I introducing you and I love it, but I want to make sure that you guys are safe. And when I feel like you're in a safe place and you feel comfortable, then it's like, okay, their wings have grown, you know, let them kind of do their thing. And then, mm-hmm. you know, once in a while I'd be like, Hey, how are you guys doing? But it, it, it's just the same thing. It's like, I, I want to make sure everyone's good. I, Again, like being the papa bear, you're sitting there, you know, describing yeah. as papa bear. Uh-huh. Yeah, I feel like I'm the one that got us into this. I'm the one that's got to make it work. And so it puts stress on me if things aren't flowing, if someone's not good. And honestly, Steve's been a hard read. Mm-hmm. He's been a hard read from, from day one. And he's, yeah, he's, he's grown and changed. And now, like, even in the past few days, things have changed dramatically. Yeah. And I honestly think because... We went on that bro date. Was it th- Thursday? Oh yeah. And so, and it's not like well, we do one bro date and then we're done. You know, right? It's got to be an ongoing thing. Yeah, ongoing thing. You know, you're you're building that trust. You're building that connection. And I, you guys should just make out. And we've we've talked about. <laughs> you guys should. It. Thank all, you. I you agree. Guys, all four and of you guys should, should just, just have watch. sex together at the same time. Like all four of you. Oh yeah. See, see that, Lexi. All four of us. I just actually just way. talked about that. On the ride over here when they drove me home. Is that not a thing? I mean, I don't know. You've never done it in the same room. You've never all had sex with each other? Not with them, no. Because, so initially, um, Jennifer, it was Jennifer that had a hard time, wasn't it? Yeah. She didn't didn't want to see him with another woman. And so... Now now she's on board. Now she's on board. (laughs) Yeah. And so that's the thing. Everything changes. And when I first started, I was like let's get as many people in the room as we can. Let's, let's do this. And I was super comfortable. And now it's like, I don't know if I really, I kind of like having my own intimate time with somebody else. Like, I don't know how much I would enjoy doing it with Jennifer and Steve and Lexi and there, because it's like, everyone has to be, have the same energy. Mm-hmm. And then if one person has a slight different energy, then it's like, I don't know if I want to be in that situation. But where things have changed now, where it's like we're all starting to have that same energy. Yeah. Like I told you that I had a threesome with uh, Jennifer and Steve, and it was good. Like that's that was cro- that was making uh, what is it new grounds, hitting new grounds. Like we've never done that. Yeah. And he finally feels comfortable enough to actually do that in front of me, where he was like, "This isn't happening," and so. Mm-hmm. There's always there's constant change. There's always new things, and it 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 can be scary, but you have to talk about it. And so now we're waiting for her to become Lexi here to be comfortable, where it's going to be <laughs> the, <laughs> the three of us. And we almost did it that same. We almost did it the same night. But as I told you, I put a little bit of pressure on her, not intentionally, but just like letting her know it's like 
are we doing this or not doing this? Because mm-hmm. if we're not doing this, let's figure out something else. I was, I mean, it's crazy. Like you, it seems like you just have to have like a crazy libido. Yeah. You know, like a, a drive that's out of this fucking world and like a priority <clears throat> because right now in my life, I'm, I'm two and a half years into my relationship. We're not married. Yeah. And I'm, I, I'm focused on my career, not having kids. Yeah. I want to like get into a place where I'm financially stable and free. And my priorities are just <clears throat> very much kind of just different. Right. And, so yeah, I think uh, for it to work, you kind of have to have certain things kind of dialed yep. and and a priority that's you know I want to I want to work on on my relationships with my girlfriend, my wife, my I guess boyfriend. You got to call him something. Yeah, yeah. You know, you, right? You almost have to have your own relationship. It seems like with him and and forgive yeah. me, I'm not like trying to tell you what to do at all. No, you're not. But I if I'm just trying to put myself in your shoes. I would want to have, yeah, just like a, like a, not, but I'm not, yeah, just like the gay thing. I'm not gay. Yeah. I'm just, yeah. But it seems like you kind of have to almost. And yeah. So, and that's the thing is like, I, I call it, um, by comfortable. Like mm-hmm. you, you are, you're comfortable with the dynamic. You're comfortable with the person around. It doesn't mean you need to be intimate with them, but you, I mean, him and I will joke you know, intimately, whatever, and we'll yeah. joke verbally about things and whatnot. But when it comes down to it, it's just, it's not our thing. And, uh, you know, I love gay people and I let gay people kiss me all the time. I'm comfortable in that aspect. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't mean that I want to be with them in bed, but I love the interaction with them. They're fun as hell. Yeah. And so to me, to, you know, Steve and I, we sit there and it's like, um, you know, we'll joke around with each other and push, push each other's boundaries. But yeah. ultimately we both know that we're, we're not into, we're not into it and it's not a bad thing. And it's, and it's not a bad thing for other people that are into it. Like everyone has their own interest and dynamic, but like this morning, Steve got on top of me and he rode me reverse cowboy in a sense, not, not hundred percent but like no penetration yeah i mean we both had clothes on we we're both laughing yeah, yeah and i got i got a little bit uncomfortable it's like uh but it's like we do that to each other you know yeah. and it, it it's fun and it builds relationship between yeah. us and so right. it's like you, a, you a have to bond have your own relationship with him to like even a title it seems because you have your wife you have your girlfriend and then you have your girlfriend's husband yeah, yeah. it's like it's like you need to have I don't know what you'd call it, but some like its own title. Yes. Oh, it definitely is. I don't Jennifer know. is definitely my girlfriend. Yeah. Um, we've never been intimate, but when we talk, okay. In the beginning, <laughs> you're making me laugh. Um, in the beginning, we were both very straight and very like, we don't want anything to do with girls. It's mm-hmm. not what we like. And as our relationship has grown, we've gotten very comfortable with each other. Um, but we do it a lot more for show because we know the boys like it. But um, like it doesn't turn me on. I don't think we have that romantic level. We're just very comfortable. We're best friends. We have that bond and relationship. Like we literally hang out all day, every day. Yeah. Like we never want to go home. 
basically. Like right now she's texting me. But um <laughs> is it hard to not develop a codependent relationship with each other? Uh is it hard to not have it? Yeah. Like like a codependent thing where you like I need her in order to be mentally stable. I need her in order oh, to um like like there's to, when you know, I was with, in it deep, I needed her to like survive. Mhm. I now I feel like we, we've talked about it actually recently. They've even noticed that I'm doing way better than I was a few months ago. And I feel like I've handled situations way better. I didn't shut down. I used to just shut down and just go off the deep end real quick. Now I can sit and talk patiently and have a discussion and not freak out and not feel like I caused all these issues and I'm the problem. I can actually. Yeah, it really seems like you have to be able to. Um, <clears throat> like it's okay. There's always a catalyst, you know, like you, you have a friend because you need them for something or you just like them, whatever. Yeah. But then even in a relationship, like in my marriage, I was extremely codependent. I needed her to be okay before I could be okay. And until she was, I wasn't okay. And so that's how I was with Sean. Yeah. And that's, it's kind of how it sounds like what you're saying you are with Bree or used to be. And so, like, she was the person who you relied on to help you survive. And then there gets a point where you have to take responsibility to be okay on your own. Just and like I, what we were talking about last night, Sean, in the car, like, the whole victimized thing. Yeah. Like, uh, you have to yeah, just take responsibility for your own healing so that you yeah, can be solid and confident in yourself rather than having to be reliant or, or dependent on, you know, other people to do something for you. I was dependent on her for sure when I was in that place. And so was Sean. Mm -hmm. um, now I, it's, it's a slow process. Like this just happened a month and a half ago and I'm doing a lot better now. I don't feel like I depend on her, but we just don't, like we like being together. Like why? <laughs> you guys love being together. We do love being together. Yeah, and there's a difference of like I like this, I want this, but or I don't need like it. need this. Right. right. I don't. I feel like I don't need it. Like we went on a trip, and we were apart from them for seven days, and we were literally all just dying. Like we just wanted. Sean, Sean was on the phone with her constantly on the trip, just talking, and it wasn't just about like you call for a specific reason they were just both going about their day and they were just talking like they were with each other um yeah if i don't feel like we depend on it but it's just like why not it we're having a good time it almost feels like something that would be that would be less complex and less difficult and painful would just be to like you just work on your two relationship like husband and wife and then you have like rotating partners. Like you, you don't just go back to one every time, like a polyamorous type of a situation because then there's less emotions involved with you. Like you don't get so emotionally attached, but I don't know. Like that's what I, when I was thinking, could I, could I do this? Like I asked myself, could I ever have a polyamorous relationship with other people like what you guys have? And I just, I think that would, what would work better for me in my head is to have just my intimate partner that I am emotionally attached to. 
and then go to these lifestyle parties, find a couple or a, a single, you know, and then have that intimate experience with them. But then, you know, that's it. Like draw a boundary, say that, you know, just have it one time. That's what it was in the beginning. That's what we did. Yeah. We never right. like that was a, a thing like we only did it one time and then it was like, OK, we're done because that was my biggest worry was that he was going to have an emotional connection and it was going to be stronger than what we had and then he would leave me so that was like one of our rules so that's how it starts out you know uh, you know everyone has their rules and kind of like stuff in play and they figure out hey you know what this is what we're going to do and that's that's perfectly fine you set those boundaries and you go that route and then if things change don't be afraid of change you know accept it and like hey this is how i'm feeling how are you feeling oh i'm feeling this and like oh we want to try this and you just kind of try things out and then, like she was saying, you know, I was talking to Jennifer on the phone. You know, we we're on a seven-week trip at Disney World. and Seven weeks at Disney World? Or seven days, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> seven, seven days. Um, but we were out there for seven days. And we called just to talk to each other, like mm-hmm. talk about our day. It, it's just like um, you, you and your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. I'm sure you just call her, like if she's out of town and she has a free moment you're gonna sit there and you're gonna talk to her and you ask her about her day yeah so it's the same thing and just like i do with my wife when you know she's gone i call her see how the kids are doing how the trip's going Mm -hmm. you know what they saw and so it's just you're keeping in touch you're you're keeping in touch with the ones you love and that's that do you need it yeah i mean everyone needs everyone wants to be loved everyone needs to feel that love now some people are like I need to feel love from hundreds of people. That's just who I am. Others are like, you know, I just need one person to feel loved by. Mm-hmm. Um, but as humans, we want acceptance. We want love. And so for me, I would say, you know, and I'm not sure exactly what Lexi was saying, but I, I would say that we need it. Do we need it from them? Well, yes, because of the connection we've built with them. Mm-hmm. We we want that um, that support. We want that love. We want that reassurance um before we met them did we need it from them no where did we get it from well we got it from other friends maybe they weren't lifestyle they were just friends but people want validation um like compliments i love complimenting people because i know it makes them feel good and it makes me feel good knowing that i brightened someone's day yeah you know i complimented you about your hair and like i love your hair (laughs) and and that's the thing is like it makes you feel good right it's not yeah, like totally. it's not like you're like oh man like that guy likes my hair or whatever. No, you you feel good when people can express their feelings about you and let you know that you know you got great eyes or you got you know got a great ass or you got yeah, a totally. sexy voice. So you, <laughs> you know whatever it is, you know you're being validated and everyone wants that validation whether they they admit it or not. And if they say they don't, they're typically they're in a dark place and mm. that's where they can depression falls in and that's where suicidal thoughts come in. And so you need to have that validation. You need to put people, you know, in front of you. Um, and in turn, it'll come back to you. Yeah. I mean, if you see Jennifer, she's very positive and she's positive with everyone. And guess what? It comes back to her. That's why she's so positive because she needs that positivity. And so if so she's like got putting out into the world, what you want. Exactly. So exactly. So if you're going to be positive to a hundred friends here, she knows, and it's not like she's, oh, it's like, a, Oh, if I do this, then people are going to be positive to me. No, 
it's just it's naturally she knows that if she's positive with these people she goes and comes back and goes to this party with these same hundred people mm-hmm. they liked her vibe they're going to want to be around her they're going to want to be about around her energy and they're yeah. going to be positive with her law of attraction and in turn that makes her feel amazing yeah and so right that makes sense and so that it's just it's like spreading it around and you know people some people are introvert in, introverts and you, you, you know, you tell me, he's like, oh, I wish I could be like that. I wish I could do that. And yeah, it, you can be. <laughs> it is massively fascinating. Like the, the lifestyle, the, everything, this whole thing is, is incredibly fascinating. Right. It's impressive how you can make it work. It's impressive that you have the emotional bandwidth to like just deal with not only everything else that's going on in your life. Right. But this, just like also this and... Yeah, that's why I was saying earlier that I think in my head, it, it seems like there has to be like some prerequisites put in place. Like you have to be kind of financially stable. You got to have your career kind of yeah. ironed out and and good. Um, but I don't know, maybe not. That's just what my brain's doing. It definitely makes it easier, Yeah. right? Um, you know, the more stable you are in life, the easier things are going to be. But it, if you're willing to take on the challenge and you're not stable, it, it's going to be hard. It'll give you a run for your money. That's for sure. Um, you know, fin- talking about financial situation, you know, I, we jumped in. It's like I wasn't financially stable. Like I, I, I should let me rephrase that. I've I've been financially stable my whole life, but I didn't have a background where I have a lot of money to be able to go to the the club all the time, to go on these trips, you know, fly out of the country with another couple or a few other couples and go on trips and stuff. Yeah, and so can it put stress on you that way? Because you feel like you're, you're being left out, you know, FOMO. I have huge FOMO, you know, <laughs> fear of missing out. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I stress out because I want to be involved in all this stuff. And so mm-hmm. if you don't have the money for it, are you going to take out a loan or go into debt to do it? And, right. and so, <laughs> you know, my goal is always to be out of financial debt and I've, I've done that for myself. And so now awesome. I, I'm more relaxed and I'm able to kind of like, you know, yeah, let's go out to eat or let's go to this expensive place. You know, let's do this. Whereas before it's like, nope, you know, my family's always been first. And if I spending money on a selfish reasons, then I'm just pushing my family aside. Mm -hmm. And so you do need to have that balance, um, to make things easier. And you, you want to have your priorities straight. You want to have goals between you and your partner and, have those same goals and say, this is what we're looking for in life. Yeah. And things will constantly change, but that's why you have that open communication. You're constantly talking. Money has always been a hard thing for me, man. Like I've always had such a, I would say unhealthy relationship with money. Uh Just I've, I've let money dictate my behavior. It dictates my mood, especially when I'm traveling on vacation. I'm like, God damn, I'm just like hemorrhaging money and and, I, and, it, and it puts me in a really bad mood. Yeah. And I, I wouldn't allow myself to to treat myself to something nice. But I've really been trying to, like just yesterday, we got done with our photo shoot and we, I don't know, I was just like, I felt really stressed. I was like, I don't really know what I was stressed about, but just like traveling constantly, me and Taylor have been processing a lot lately about stuff and like the alcohol thing. Yeah. And, uh, 
so I was like, you know what? I'm just going to fucking buy us a couple's massage. Oh, yeah. So I just, I went on uh, and, and just did it. I was like, yeah. you know what, whatever. Like, it was really expensive and I'm, <laughs> I had instant buyer's remorse, but I was like, I, I, need, to, I need to do this. Yeah. I have the money. I can do this. Yeah. And might as well spend the, spend the money while I'm living. Yeah. And have a good time, like experience life. Like you said earlier, that's what we're here on on this earth to do. Experience yep. life and be happy. Yep. And uh, I, I think that I've really not let myself be happy in the past. I don't really know why or where that comes from, especially with money. But yeah, I'm starting to, trying to. Finances can put a burden on a lot of people. A lot of people end up in divorce because of financial issues. It creates a lot of stress because... You know, especially as a male, and I know that's changing nowadays. You know, there's a lot of females in different occupations, but like when you're the breadwinner, it's a lot of pressure because you feel like you, you know, you're the alpha. You want to support your family, and if you can't do that, then you're failing, and so it creates mm-hmm. a lot of stress. And so I know exactly where you're coming from with that. And it's good to be able to manage money and be smart with it, but at the same time. You got to let loose like your massage you set up. It's very important to sit there and say, Hey, you know what? I, I can afford to throw a few bucks at a massage and relax it. And mm-hmm. something that you both you and your partner enjoy. And my, sadly, my wife doesn't enjoy massages. <laughs> she says they hurt. And so we've yeah. done a few couple massages and I, I love them. And she's like, eh. And so I find something else that she enjoys to help her right. relax. And so yeah. Forth. Sometimes as a man, you, we place our value in what we can give, what we can provide. Yep. And yeah, I'm really ch- challenging that. I'll, I'll just allow myself to take a nap. Yeah. Just to not work at all, be right. non-productive for that day or for a couple of days and tell myself like, I still have value even yeah. though I'm not doing anything today. I'm not providing, I'm not making any money, but I still yeah. have value and I can still, I still am worthy of love. Right. Basically. Yeah. And, and a lot of times women, uh, they have that, they'll, they'll place their, the value of who they are at, with the, their body. Yep. The value I have as a woman is, is my body. Cause yep. that's what they sometimes, I just did a podcast, uh, with this lady, Teresa, <laughs> lady Teresa, her name was <laughs> Teresa. <laughs> she was like, yeah, but growing up, like my value in my mind was my body and that yeah. got her really heavily into meth and, and into rehab. And then she had a kid and Gave it. She got pregnant at fifteen. Oh wow! Gave it up for adoption, and that was a good episode. That's crazy. Coming out soon. Yeah, that's awesome. But that's crazy. Well, yeah. dude, I appreciate you being so vulnerable and talking about this with me. Yeah, uh, I. It's it's like I said before, massively fascinating. Um, is there anything else that you wanted to add before we wrap it up? I just say, you know, if this is something you're considering, you know, make sure that you and your partner are on the on the same page and take it easy, you know, make sure that you're very open about your communication and, you know, give it a shot. And if it's not, you can always pull back and say, yeah, this isn't for us, mm-hmm. but it's, I will it, admit that we have been talking about it more, but only because of the, the, of this trip, like I didn't yeah. know coming out here to Utah, we were just out here for work, you know, right. Visiting family. Right. I didn't know that I was going to meet you and this yeah. is even a thing. Yeah. Uh, and so it's naturally just sparked a lot of conversations between me and Taylor. And it's not something that we're considering right now. Right. She's always told me like, uh, she, she knew where I come came from. She's had a lot more experience dating and, uh, 
and things than I have. Uh, and so she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm really focused on our container, building our container, protecting this and building a foundation f- for, for us. Right. Um, but it's just like fun to talk about. It's like, Oh, like, what would you like? What would you, yeah. do you ever, do you think, so we're at the clubs and I'm like, do you think that guy's hot? What about that girl? And <laughs> it's fun, right? It is fun. It's exciting. It feels like really harmless. It's not scary, right. but I, before I was really afraid right. of her finding, I don't know. I think that I just have a lot of self worth issues. I th- just like, why is she with me? Like, I think she's so much more attractive than me. Yeah. I was like, we're going to go to this club and there's going to be flirting and she's going to get way more attention than me. I'm just going to be in the corner. I'm not as like, extroverted as she is. I'm not as socially comfortable as her. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, that, those are some of my insecurities. And that's I, that's standard. And we all go through that. Like, I have that. Mm-hmm. But when you're seeing at the club, does it appear like that? Does it appear that I have those insecurities that I'm, I'm, I'm worried about it? Or No. I, I'm, I'm, I walk in there looking like I'm all confident. I'm like, you know, I have a, have a good time, but we all have those insecurities. Yeah, man, and, you're life of the party. You walked in there without a shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. So it's like, you just, you got to have a good time, but it, it, it is hard. You know, I have, I straight up have my insecurities. You know, yeah. I know my wife gets a lot more attention than I do. Part of it, she's female. And another part is mm. she's gorgeous. And you look at me, it's like, people ask like, how did he get her, you know, it's like, well, I used to be handsome at one point, you know, <laughs> but it, it's just like everyone has their insecurities and you just, you just got to be comfortable with you. If you guys are good, then you shouldn't have anything to worry about. Go in the club and just have a great time. And yeah. you, at the end, you guys come back together and you do your thing. I mean, I, you told me these stories about you guys in the club having some intimate interaction. And so, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you obviously can tell that you know, Taylor loves you. She, yeah. she's there for you. And you guys had, you know, some little flirts here and there and you were able to see people. And it's fun to me, for me, it's fun to see people as long as they're respectful, see them hit on my wife. Cause I sit there and I go, yep, that's my wife. And she is hot, you know, yeah. and she's mine. And so it, it's fun. It's exciting. And, um, I'm sure if, if, if you haven't felt that yet, you know, you'll, you'll feel it, but yeah, I did. I noticed that about you when when we first met you, like uh, a lot of people hit on Taylor. Yeah, even in front of me, she gets like one of the first questions she asked me in our first when we first started dating. She's like, "Do you have, do you get jealous? Are you okay? Yeah, if people hit on me, whatever." And I was like, "No, I'm fine, and yeah. I am." Yeah, uh, but sometimes it's it just feels like gross. It feels disrespectful. It feels like. Yeah. disrespectful of me like they just want something from her obviously right but when we first met you like you were very like compliment complimentary mm-hmm. like you compliment her you're like yeah when you first walked in i was like damn like yeah. she's so hot she is and i and i was right there right next to you yeah and i didn't feel threatened at all yeah i and thought that it was i was like i didn't worry about it yeah one bit and that's that's if people could interact more like that then it would be great because you know taylor is she's a gorgeous woman mm-hmm. but I would never cross a boundary of forcing myself or being perverted or, you know, in a way where it makes you uncomfortable or makes her uncomfortable mm-hmm. because ultimately she's not mine. She, I mean, I just met her. Yeah. It's like, but I can definitely give her a pair of compliment because she is gorgeous. Mm-hmm. And I think you're a good looking dude too. And so it's same like, man. I think you're a good looking guy. <laughs> Thanks. Appreciate <laughs> it. <laughs> so it's like, I, I, I love paying those compliments because if I don't, you guys don't know that. 
you have no yeah. idea how I, th- I feel about you. And so if I sit there, then it, it, it breaks the ice. Number one, number two, you're like, Hey, this guy's a good guy because he's giving me compliments. So yeah. it makes me feel good about myself. <laughs> totally. And, and then three, it's like, you know, you, you just have more of that comfort level of you're like, Hey, well now, you know, I can have this interaction and not feel threatened by him because if right. I come in and I'm just like this, just like, you know, hard face and don't say anything, it's intimidating. Yeah. You know, whether it's me or and it's kind of like, somebody. what is he thinking? Yeah. What is he, what's on his mind? Is he just having these crazy thoughts, these gross yeah. thoughts about my girlfriend or me. Yeah. And yeah. Th- it's so nice when people can say, walk up to a stranger or somebody that they just met and be like, Hey, you're, you're super gorgeous. Yeah. And their partner's right there. Yeah. And they don't like it doesn't have to be a threatening thing. It doesn't have to be right. this thing where you're trying to steal somebody else from somebody else. And not that people are property or that right. Taylor belongs to me. Right. Right. But it's so nice when, yeah, you can just pay somebody a compliment and not try to get with them or try to do something with right. them. And you can feel that vibe too. Like you're talking about, it's like right. if, if a guy is like hitting on Taylor and whatnot, you can sit there and tell like, Oh, he's, he's just wants her. And he's going to try to take tell. her away. Yeah. But the thing is, and that's when you can step in and say, Hey, you know, I'm not feeling comfortable with this. Like, this is my, my girl, please back off. And, and you can be very considerate about it and very respectful yeah, about it. And yeah. And just let them know. But, um, it's, it's easy to tell that. And you can read people really well. At least for me, at least I can read people really well. Mm-hmm. And from day one, it's like, I love you guys. You guys, both of you have a positive vibe about you and great energy. And I love it. And so I'm able to sit. So I tell you everything. I'll sit there and divulge everything just because I trust you guys. You know, mm-hmm. I know you're good people. Um, but there's other people. It's like, I I'll be silent around them. 100%. I won't say a word to them because yeah. I don't trust them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I totally get that. So, but yeah, you guys, you guys are a good looking couple and you know, Thanks, just, man. <laughs> stick to it man and be confident in yourself be confident in your relationship you know she's she's there for you and you can you can tell you can feel it yeah you can tell that she loves you yeah she's proven that a lot i think my yeah just when you come from a plate when a from a background of betrayal of deceit and lying it's uh it's hard to trust yep oh yeah so but i just with therapy and and life coaching I, I keep putting myself out there and just saying you know what I need to just be vulnerable anyway yep and you even though I feel that fear and I feel the cuz you have to kind of put yourself in that place where you could be really hurt again yeah uh, and I and I just have to consciously choose to do it but yep. there are times where I I have to like kind of pull back and be like god this is really scary this yeah. is really painful and I think going to these lifestyle parties that one last night um was good for me you yeah. know to just just expose yourself to the the possibility opportunity to be hurt and uh like there was even a moment last night where i said hey i'm gonna go i'm gonna go get another shot i was on the dance floor with taylor i was i'm gonna go take a lap go to the bathroom go get another shot yeah uh, and just do you want to come and she was like no no i'm gonna stay on the dance floor yeah and i was like oh yeah like okay yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm leaving her yeah in the middle of the dance floor with all these dudes there's probably so many men that have like seen her and right. are curious and want to talk to her right but i just i i stepped away i allowed myself to be in that vulnerable position of of you know possibly her i come back to the dance floor and she's dancing up on somebody else yep. um and that didn't happen but that's where you gotta you gotta trust her and trust you guys 
Yeah. And it's hard. It really is. It's, it's difficult because you want that person that you love to come with you, yeah. but you also want to let them be themselves and have that fun. And it, it takes a lot of strength to do that, especially with, you know, the background you've been involved in, but like, good for you. That's, that's fantastic. And baby it, steps. It's yeah. It's such a small thing. Yeah. And you know, and even if you did come back and she was dancing up on somebody, guess what? You move right in there. She's going to respect you. She'll go to you. If you want her attention, she'll go to you. Yeah. Because you have that relationship. Right. And, but you just gotta, you just breathe through it, talk through it. And, and if it's uncomfortable for you, if you come back and it bothers you, you say, Hey, Taylor, I, you know, this, not ready. <laughs> yeah. This, this bothered me. This bothered me. Yeah. And she's like, Oh my gosh, I'm, she'll be a very apologetic if she, if she's in love with you. I, I say that because other relationships. Yeah. But you can tell that she's in love with you. The way she looks at you, the way she talks to you. Yeah. The, she 100%. sees you and you know that. And it's, even though you know that, even though I know that my wife loves me, there's times that happens like, and you got to reconnect. Mm-hmm. And it, it's natural. It's normal. Yeah. And so I'm glad that you guys were able to go out. I'm glad that you guys had a good time and glad to see it, you know, kind of being uh, on the wall uh, and just seeing it from a different perspective and not totally being diverse in, or not diverse, but divulged into it. But, um, and there will be a time and a place where you may do that, where you may feel comfortable with that. Mm-hmm. Or there may be a time and place like, Hey, this isn't for us. It was cool. It was a great experience. Open my eyes, you know, and yeah. you have that growth. Right. So yeah, totally, man. That's awesome. <laughs> well, I appreciate your insight, dude. Yeah. yeah no it's very helpful. Very, uh, yeah, I feel like it's helped me to grow emotionally just like witnessing all this and yeah, just we'll see what happens. Yeah. Just, just you know, do what you guys got to do. Yeah. But well, thanks for coming on the pod, dude. Yeah, I appreciate you having me out here. That's this is fun. You know, it's new, it's exciting. It's super fun, yeah. Yeah. I'm excited for for my next one. <laughs> yeah, dude. I'll come back out here or maybe you can come out and visit in Oregon. Yeah, I have family out there, so. Oh, do you? Yeah, out in Canby. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah, we talked about that. Yeah. Cool, man. All right. Thank you, everyone, for listening to this episode of Ambitious. Before you go, I just wanted to say, if you enjoy this podcast thoroughly or even just a tiny bit, please consider giving your support with a monthly donation as low as $1. If you go to anchor.fm slash ambitious with two M's slash support, you can become a supporter of this podcast. Support from you helps me to interview more people from different places and keep providing you with content It's delicious for your ears. You can give a dollar a month, $5, $10, whatever you choose. And if you do, I, from the bottom of my heart, would feel so incredibly grateful. You can also follow me on Instagram at Clough or on Twitter to stay up to date with all the new and exciting, ambitious projects I have going on. My website is ammonclough.com. You can go there to see my pricing, some more of my professional work. I do weddings, I do couples photos, I do single person photos, I do corporate video work, landing videos for small companies. I do a lot. So go check that out. If you need something, let me know. Be sure to check the show notes for this podcast to see any additional information for this episode.